I know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail, nonetheless. It's frightening. It turns the legs to jelly. I ask, to what end? Dread it? Run from it? Destiny comes all the same. And now it's here. Or should I say, I am. Welcome back to Pulp Clifton. We are doing a big-time episode with some big-time guys. You could call them the Avengers of the Avengers films. I'm here with Brandon Woods, Will Hayward, and Patrick Miller, and it is time to tackle Avengers Infinity War, which is part one of a 23-movie dismount of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Guys, how we doing? Doing good? We're doing great. We're doing phenomenal. Morale is Happy to be high. Yeah. After that quote, can't be doing much better. Well, I appreciate well you need well nothing done. to read. <laughs> Off the top of the head. <laughs> Someone's seen this movie. You kind of look so. like Thanos, too. That's good. It's a chin. It's got balls back of the chin. It's <laughs> 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 the chin. The hardest choices. Why are we, why are we doing this pod? We're doing... Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you take it, Pat. Man, this... This movie changed things for me in terms of Marvel, just period. It was, uh, I think it solidified, like, like you said, it's the dismount of 20 movies, and it was the first time they really brought everything together. This is the first time Guardians meets other characters, and the way that they did it was spectacular. I think it just solidified this movie series as, like, one of the all-times. Yeah, I mean, to put it plainly, they don't miss... They don't miss it all. You would think that these people, after 23 separate times, would screw up once. Mm-hmm. Golly. They built, and there was a lot of hype built up to this movie. You go into the theater, you're yeah. like, dude, like, like, what am I going to see? And you walk away just pretty dumbfounded, to be fair. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. I think the reason that the stakes are so high and that we like it so much because they did get it right is that this journey started in 2008. You know? Yeah. Where were we in 2008 when the first the first movie, and we can get into the background of the MCU, but where were you in 2008? I was 12. <laughs> dude, just 12 years old. I was 15. Grade, but dude, I was taking ass and kicking ass. Oh, <laughs> come on! Dog. Come on, Sophomore year high school, just... Hormones are hitting? You don't know what's going on? Golly, Pat! Get oh, PG, it was too bro. good. It was too good. Yeah, it was a long time ago, guys. Yeah, 23 movies. Um, <clears throat> really, the only the only character that was making any money from this collective group going into this was Spider-Man. And Sony was... about Marvel, correct? Yeah, yeah. And Sony pretty much kept Spider-Man, you know, and then sold away all of these characters. Because when 2008 was coming here, that was the same year as The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. The, big, the big people are... What, Batman, Spider-Man, Superman. In 2008, nobody's saying Iron Man. Nobody's saying Captain America. And this by itself created a whole universe where everyone, if you go to somebody on the street, their first and last heroes, there's going to be Batman people, but it's all going to be in the MCU. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. yes. And there was that Hulk movie in 2004? Yes. Right? Eric well, there were Eric Bana was Eric the origin, Bana? and then... They came out with a MCU Hulk right. with Ed Norton. Those are interco- those aren't interconnected. No, uh, it is. It's a follow-up story. The, really? It's the, it, it actually is. Well, they're just different narratives. One's after the other. 
but it's hilarious how Marvel has like just basically totally disowned the yeah. Ed Norton yeah. Hulk. Well, I, or Eric Bana. What I really okay. respect is if, if something's not working, they cut it. They bail. Just like that. Yep. yep. There is there's an equation here, and if it doesn't work, they just they bail. You know, Edward Norton is a great actor, but apparently he wants way too much. You know. Of the steering wheel and he the MCU, the movie. <laughs> he he wants the movie, and the MCU is just like no, like we have our our equation here. We know what the formula is. You're not going to just cut and then say this is not working. And so we went from Banna to Norton straight into Ruffalo, and nobody asks questions because it freaking works. Have you been able to sum up what that formula is? I think that. <clears throat> Um, ben Affleck said the other day, like in a podcast, he said, I absolutely butchered doing Daredevil, and I hate that movie. And the assistant executive to the real executive producer in that movie was Kevin Feige. And he goes, the person who knows exactly what the world wants was on our set and we didn't use him. And Kevin Feige knows what we want to see. I mean, I remember when you and me first watched it... Um, I think we, we didn't watch it together, but once we moved in together in, like, what, 2018, mm-hmm. we watched Infinity War so many times. Um, but before we get deep into it, I just want to do a quick overview uh, about what this movie is. It was directed by the Russo brothers, who started their involvement um, at Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, they wrote the entirety of where this was going to end and then moved backwards and started at Winter Soldier. Um, the release date was April 27, 2018. The budget was $400 million. It grossed $2.04 billion, which is the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. Uh, to give some idea about how excited the world was to watch this, uh, Black Panther, leading up to this, held the 24-hour record for pre-ticket sales. Infinity War broke it in six hours. Jeez. And to give you just additional insight as to... <laughs> as to how Disney knows what the people want, Endgame sold more ticket in the f- more tickets in the first eight hours than Infinity War sold in its first week. Wow! So it's still skewing up, um, which is also a testament to how great say, Infinity War was. Yes, because Endgame is not what it is without Infinity. Exactly. War. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The stakes are immediately raised. Um, and just to put a, a ribbon on this. Out of the highest-grossing franchises in, in movie history, uh, third all-time is The Wizarding World, uh, Harry Potter, and then The Fantastic Beasts is third with $9 billion. Second place is the Star Wars franchise with $10 billion. And first place is the Marvel Cinematic Universe with $25 billion and counting. They have, they have tapped into what, what the world wants. Why do you think that is? Why did, why did they strike gold like this? I well, I think one thing that I, as I was watching the movie last night that I I try to compare it to is they kind of it's like Indiana Jones in a way to where as soon as you sit down in any movie with a superhero that involve like invokes like the nostalgia for a guy who's forty five or fifty who read these comics, but as soon as you sit down, combine that with the fact that you can't like stop breathing into the movie's over because it's like right, scene one ends all right cool we're gonna take a break real quick no next scene like it's like you like it's a roller coaster a thrill ride and like every character there's like an emotional investment in like mm-hmm. like tony stark with iron man you could talk to any like any dude that read comics and or whether it be spider-man or uh thor i mean 
Thor's kind of, I don't want to say he's a great comic book guy, but he does make a, uh, a hardcore uh, revival at the end. But you get what I'm saying in the sense of, yeah. it's like... Yeah. It, it, they took he, these characters that, like, superheroes for so long had just been kind of untouchable. And in the movies, they were primarily money grabs. It's almost like Christopher Nolan kind of started it when he took Batman and made him... Uh, like a human, like a story we could almost mm -hmm. believe. And I think they took that approach with that first Iron Man, which, first things first, incredible casting. Um, getting RDJ, I think he deserves a ton of credit, and he is paid as such. But they took it out of the comic book, and they put it into the context of, like, I want people to, like, actually identify with Tony Stark sure. and believe that this story is, and make it believable. Mm -hmm within the context of a superhero universe. Yeah, and even if, like, I did not I did not grow up on the comic books at all. No. I don't, I, I've never read one of them, but I was immediately sucked into this world. And it was, it, that's really cool to see to where the comic book people, I think, are pretty happy, and also the non-comic book people, like most of us, are pretty happy too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, <clears throat> there's groundwork of 10 years and 20 movies that had to lead up to this moment for us to care about Avengers Infinity War. I'm 28 years old and like, I am invested. But it had to work for a decade to where they couldn't miss a single time. There are some, you know, dark world for Thor is not great, but then they come back with, <laughs> with you know, like Ragnarok. But like, but they created a world where you were so invested into this um, symphony of characters coming together and forming, assembling. Uh, so nice to that fun. point, yeah, quick around, Mount Rushmore of MCU movies. Yeah. What, what do you got? Well, I was also going to say, I just think that the, the closely held truth that they discovered to be false was that superhero movies had to be catered to children. Yeah. They bailed yes. on that. Yep. And they said, let's just make good movies. Mm -hmm. And they did that. And I, I think it's changed the way all superhero movies will be made. Yeah, that's great. The, the top four for Marvel... Uh, gosh, I was thinking about this today, and it's such a struggle. Player. Yeah, because for a long time, I used to debate with Blake that I thought Infinity War was better than Endgame. I would put those two kind of on this 1A, 1B pedestal, like, mm -hmm. to be debated at a later date which one is better, because like you said, they're really hard to separate from each other. Um, Captain America Civil War yep. is, really I mean, it, it's yeah. kind of an Avenger movie, to be yes. honest. It's like the yeah. fifth Avenger movie, yeah. And, and it's the closest thing to Infinity War in that it's one of the few movies that doesn't have a nice ending wrapped with a bow around it. Sure. It's like, it's meaty and you're left like, you're picking a side and you're picking a side between these characters that you've never asked to pick a side about and it's it's special. And then, it, it sounds ridiculous, but the first Avengers movie, where it all began. Sure. Hard Even movie. with Captain America's awful outfit. Have you, you rewatched <laughs> Avengers? But they do Dude, it's so bad. Well, and then they make fun of it in Endgame. That's America's ass. Can you show some respect, Will? Sorry. I mean, they took the comic book picture of Captain America and said, let's do nothing. Let's not modernize this. Let's not change this. And put it directly on this man. Dude, Fury's on in Avengers, man. When he's like, Bro, he, one group of people. He backs his boys in Avengers. I know. Uh, there was an idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, this this it's a really hard conversation. I I agree with Pat in the sense that like Infinity Wars, Infinity War. Sorry, I always get that mixed up. In and Endgame always are like, they kind of go they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. They're peas and carrots. Um, that to say, for sure on mine is Thor Ragnarok. I think there's no greater revival for a character. 
than Thor. It's like Boston versus the Yankees in 04, down 3 0. It's like, dude, Dark World was trash. Thor is like a boring medieval knight that like has lightning, and then they come in and say, let's just, like, Chris Hemsworth has some comic chops, dude. Like, yeah, he, he, he is hilarious. Oh, yeah. So, and plus, it's like kind of like the music, the colorfulness of the movie. Like, it's like a, like, let's make a 70s movie. They officially change his character trajectory in that, dude. Like he, him up through Ultron. Did they change him after that? After like before that, you want Thor out of the MCU because it's like okay, we know what we're getting. This kind of like this pretentious piece of shit god who thinks he's OG, (laughs) and then suddenly it's like this dude's funny and can make fun of himself and like his world. It's like it's the Norse gods. Like let's make fun of it. He he also probably made himself off that movie 20 to 30 million more dollars than he ever would have and he can thank the director for like actually cha- like you said changing his arc and like who we want him Taika Waititi is yeah, directed. Yeah. who's a genius what is he done Jojo Rabbit and oh wow yeah, he's the rock dude so Ragnarok, the Rock dude. I think Captain America: Civil War is absolutely phenomenal because the villain is not like out in front of you. Like Zemo is like he just kind of like pulls the strings, but like it's just like history, mm-hmm. like the past. Mm-hmm. The fact that freaking Bucky killed Tony's parents, and then Gosh. Captain America. Has, I think this is gonna be a hot take. Captain America is a boring character, but that's besides the point. Don't ever talk about Steve Okay, I'm sorry, but he has to make the righteous decision to defend his friend, and Tony's like, "Yo, did he kill my parents?" He's like, my I'm friend. kind of pissed off. So was I. Yeah, and it's like, come on. Anyways, gave him edge. Captain America. Yeah. Okay. Respect. The first Iron Man, because I mean, it, it it's incredible, and I think, to be honest, I know we said they're hand in hand, but Infinity War is for sure like. It has to be on my Mount Rushmore. It's, it's the first time you yeah. see all of them interact. Yeah. All right, Brandon. All, all characters? Like all Avengers. Avengers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thor just like, who the hell are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Great scene. Great scene. Top four, it, it's tough to... I've got a very clear top three, which are Infinity War, Endgame, and Civil War. The fourth one is hard for me. Mm. It, it's really hard to put a fourth one up there. Um, so I'm, I just stick with those top three. Yeah. Because Civil War, that... That moment you just mentioned, Will, of Tony looking at Cap and just saying, like, I don't care. He killed my parents. Yeah. That, I think, was, like, the most powerful moment to me. There's depth. Like, it's like, this oh, isn't shallow. Yes. RDJ, he brought it in that scene. I don't, that was I don't care. You he know? killed my mom. Yeah. And that, that hit home. Yeah, fair. That hit home. Totally. So I've got a top three. I don't have a top three. Okay. I'm going in game number one. Um, it's a culmination of everything that you care about into one thing. I also think that with, if you're talking Game of Thrones or different series, because these are movies, but it's a 23 movie adventure and investment. When you're talking about the best like TV shows of all time, a lot of TV shows disqualify them, them, themselves because they can't land the ship, right? The way that they're able to not only land the ship, but every single time the credit credits come on, you know, like I, I don't watch it. I just watch every Thursday, but <laughs> but every single time they decide to do the biggest epic that we've ever seen and finish it with a jazz 1950s song, and it's just 
Cat, well, and we'll get into that, but I'm going, I'm See, going, that song before. Uh, I'm going Avengers Endgame number one, I'm going Thor Ragnarok number two, thank you, I'm going Iron Man number three, thank you. I mean, Marvel, Marvel Studios, I'm putting in quotes, had $200 million left, and they decided to put all of it into one movie, and they hired the director of Elf, starring Robert Downey Jr., straight out of rehab, about Iron Man, probably the 15th most popular superhero in America, and it worked. The, the, first, the first Iron Man chrome suit-up, whenever ACDC is playing, it's like, it's, I had never seen anything like that, and, and I watch movies for the goosebump, the goosebump sure. moments, and the way, that, the way that he comes together and he's like, Jarvis, sometimes you have to run before you can walk. And you're just like, and then he just goes for it, and the music's going crazy. That started everything, and they had to get it right, and they yeah. did. When now John Favreau is doing The Mandalorian and The Lion King, and um, just unbelievable. And then four, I'm going Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, wow. That's whenever Captain America became modern. I think that you're totally wrong, Will, about Captain just being, Sorry, a, hot take. being a clunker. Um, you're so right. I think that. On a critical thing, if you look at critics ranking these movies, that's the number one ranked movie critically. And two, to your point, just really quick, we're talking about superheroes here, okay? And we're talking about Steve Rogers. Captain America is not my favorite hero. I don't relate to him because he's just morally right all the time. Thanks a lot for that. No, that's how I feel about it. But like, but the way that he it's has, hard, he, everything special about him came out of a bottle. But what came out of a bottle was strength and things that don't wow you. It's not red energy coming out of your hands or um, all these different, you know, crazy things. But you're you're looking at I, the the best quote out of all these new TV shows coming out on Disney Plus is, in my opinion, Captain America Winter Soldier. Whenever they are in therapy with each other. Yeah. And, um, I'm sorry, Falcon Winter Soldier and Falcon, um, Sam is saying, I don't want the shield, even though Cab gave it to me. And Bucky's like, why don't you want this? Because if, and he goes, because maybe I'm not who Steve says I was. And he goes, well, if, if you're not who Steve says you are, and maybe he was wrong about you, but that means that he is wrong about me too, and I can't afford to make that happen. These are superheroes talking about Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. Steve Rogers yeah. is the leader. There's a reason that he is the one standing alone. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. So to be clear, Infinity War is not in your top four. It should be. I just, like Pat, I, like Pat said, it is a part one, part two, right? Okay. It, originally, it was going to be... Avengers Infinity War Part 1, Avengers yeah. Infinity War Part 2, but they decided to call it Endgame um, later where, on. Where does it rank for you? Infinity War? In Marvel. I mean, number two. Infinity War is two and a half hours of nonstop action of all of our favorite characters, and Endgame is a payoff to the people that love the characters with less action listening to them talk to each other. And that's mm -hmm. why I love it. Mm -hmm. But Infinity War, once you hit minute... <laughs> it, goes. it never stops going crazy. It's a roller coaster, yep. dude. Yep, absolutely. Can we talk about that opening scene? Yes. 
gosh. What would you like to talk about? About it. Well, the thing is, talking about the opening scene is like, for me, is like, that's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Infinity War is so good. And this is a hot take and a cold take. I told you this earlier, Blake. Thanos makes this movie. Sure. Thanos is the first villain worthy of the clout the Avengers and the in the world deserves because I mean dude everything he does is gangster let's think about the past freaking Marvel villains uh, we can go uh, my boy uh, Jeff Bridges from Iron Man 1 he's great but it's not like he's the dude okay he's from the Big Lebowski Mickey Rourke Tony Stark made with this the, in a cave with the boxy scrap yeah the, ma- the, the Mandarin, the Dark Elves from <laughs> Thor 2. Oh my gosh. And let's be, and I'll say this, Loki is a phenomenal character, and he's obviously like the, kind of the catalyst for Avengers, but like Thanos, it's Thanos' army. Loki's like a, as, as obviously as time progresses, is much more of a, an anti-hero, right? Like he, he, he dives in the gray. He has his moments of like, okay, yeah, I want to rule the world. And also moments of like, I just have daddy issues. And I'm trying to figure this out and be like, I got my brother's cooler than me. I'm the younger brother, and I wasn't athletic. I wasn't, you know, didn't get the girl. I don't know, maybe. You started this talking about Thanos, by the way. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I just want a girlfriend. <laughs> but here's the deal. I say, all of that to say the least, the, the Marvel formula, as you were saying earlier, is what has made this work, not the villains. And historically, with superhero movies like The Dark Knight, like, that's made because Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. This is the first Marvel movie, in my opinion, where it's built up. You know Thanos is coming, and he does not disappoint. I mean, the first opening scene, he's just like, yo, like, let him have his fun when they're talking about Hulk. And just, he just he just goes Jackie Chan, karate style, well, that's body slams him, WWE. That's what Kevin Feige's so good about is like, okay, everybody has always said, like, okay, I've never understood, like, the Hulk can just beat the crap out of this guy. And they start the movie with the Hulk going straight on with Thanos, taking it to Thanos, and everybody's about to come help Thanos. And then and then his main, his number two is just like Squidward. Squidward is just like, uh, let him have his fun. Hey, and bro. Thanos takes Hulk to town. Mom. Put some his, respect his on. His fighting style was, was really cool to see. It wasn't just like an overpowering Hulk. Yep. Well, I mean, too, like I was, and that's what I was saying earlier, why he's such a cool villain. Look at the, his four minions. You say Squidward. I say alien Magneto, bro. This dude's a badass. Ma. Ma is, he's like arguably the second best villain in all of Marvel. Magneto just has freaking metal. This guy's pulling up trees. He's making brick freaking darts. He's going. He's like, my power is significantly stronger. I'm sure you're popular with the children. Yeah. He's just roasting. Let me come in with a hot take. I think Thanos is the best villain for sure. He makes this movie. You're, you're, you're discounting my boy James Spader a little bit. Okay. Shout Blacklist. Out Shout out to Blacklist. But, um, Blacklist. but <laughs> what I do think is, I, I think that they they didn't give enough, um, gosh, I, I don't know that they gave enough depth to Thanos' mission, right? Like, Thanos' mission is, I want to get rid of half the population because that's going to solve problems. And I feel like that that's not like a... a popular claim you hear like just oh let's just wipe half the population i've always felt like 
for a guy as smart as Thanos, like you could pretty easily sit down and reason with him, like, "Hey, man, there's probably a better way to do this than just mm-hmm. kill half the people in the well, world." It's interesting you say because he's got the that emotional tie because it happened on his planet in Titan. Mm-hmm. Yes, said, like what I predicted came to pass, and so I think because it actually happened to him, he knows whenever, that he's right. He knows he's right. Yep. And he feels that he's the only one that can actually do it. So before, I love Thanos. That's a valid point. Honestly, so before I ask the question of was Thanos right, um, let me... <laughs> <laughs> so the entire MCU is leading up to this moment in two ways. The very first Avengers, they take out the Chitauri, right? Yeah. Iron Man takes them out with the uh, nuclear bomb. And the post credit scene is... Uh, a minion going up to somebody we can't see saying to challenge the Avengers is suicide. And, and Thanos, in 2012, turns and smiles. And that's the first time we see him. And then... Not Josh Berlin in that moment. And then uh, in the second Avengers, uh, there's just a black screen, and then it opens up to Thanos grabbing a gauntlet and saying, fine, I'll do it myself. So it's all leading up to Thanos 1. And then on the other side... Infinity War and Endgame, which put a beautiful crown jewel on what they call the Infinity Saga, is all about the six Infinity Stones. There are six stones that, in the Big Bang, quote-unquote, distributed through the universe, and the idea is if Thanos can get all six, put them together, then he can wield uh, immortality and snap his fingers and he can make anything happen. And what he wants to do with that power is terminate half of existence so that our universe, which is finite, and its resources are finite, can live in harmony. So before I get into was Thanos right, let's get into Thanos in a second. But going into this movie, the first 21 movies going into this have introduced to us all six stones. The power stone was on Xandar. It's the one stone that we don't see Thanos get. It mm-hmm. shows up. It starts with Thanos already having the power stone. The space, uh, the space zone. We first met it in Guardians of the Galaxy. That is, that is correct. The power stone started with Ga- uh, Guardians. The space stone was uh, with the Tesseract, and Loki was using it, um, and he had it on the refugee vessel. And we first see it in Captain America. Yes. Right. That's what Red Skull. Yes, the uh, very beginning of the movie, correct? Yes, the very first Captain America, right? Yes, that's what Red Skull was using yes, to get yep. stuff. The yeah. reality stone started with Thor Dark World, which mm-hmm. only thing the Dark World, the ether, only yeah. thing that, that the Dark World gave us, the soul and stone. The Dortmund. death of Thor's mom. The, the, <laughs> don't forget. The, the soul stone is in Boromir, and it's the only stone that doesn't have a background. There's an idea of uh, confusion with the soul stone that we, we're not supposed to know yet, and... It ends up being in a planet called Vormir. The Time Stone was introduced to us in Doctor Strange, and the Mind Stone was introduced to us. Well, it's actually Loki's scepters in the Avengers, and then it's really heavy in Age of Ultron, which is what creates our character vision. So there's this two-headed monster. One are the Infinity Stones. Two is Thanos. There's a collisions course, and it all comes to fruition in Infinity War. So I think those are two things that are notable, and that is the entire plot of these two movies. Thanos trying to catch all six, and the Avengers trying to keep him from catching it. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and, and 
it, it's ironic. I, not that this is a whole, but like the Avengers aren't aware of Thanos, right? Thanos has been working towards them, and Tony Stark and Ultron started having these visions mm-hmm. that were kind of leading him to what Thanos was going to do. But at the beginning of an Infinity War, a lot of these guys are hearing about Thanos and his mission for the very first time ever, yeah. yes. right? They didn't know that the Tesseract was one of these six Infinity Stones. They didn't know the the whatever was in Vision's forehead was this thing. And... Funny enough, even though Stephen Strange's goal is to protect the world from enemies, he says, who, who? is Thanos? <laughs> that is, yeah, that yeah. has always bothered me. I know. When, in Thor Ragnarok, when Thor shows up and he's like, what are you doing? And, and, and Stephen Strange is like, it is my job to know any threat in the galaxy that could affect Earth. And then when Thanos, <laughs> who literally wipes out half the Earth. Th- Thanos tosses Hulk back to Earth and, and, and uh, Hulk goes... Thanos is coming. He's coming, and Stephen Strange says, "Who? That's is that? Is it? A, is it a miss on Marvel's part, or is it a subtle nod to the diabolical planning of Thanos that he has been he's, behind he's this been a puppet, pulling, pulling the right? Strings. Like when Ultron says, "I've got no strings." <laughs> it's, it's, Thanos has been just playing pup, puppet master with Loki. With, um, I mean, he references that he maybe was behind Ultron somehow because he says, fine, I'll do it myself. I mean, all these things that, like, he variant, he was behind Ronan the Accuser. He's he's always chosen to not be the front man. And so maybe it's slightly genius that these characters are just learning about Thanos for the first time because he has made that by design so yeah. they would never be ready. But- and my my follow-up to that, though, my only question to that is later on, and we'll talk about Infinity War, is you find out whenever some of the characters, like obviously Gamora with Guardians of the Galaxy, is Thanos has been like going around the galaxy, wiping out half the population on half these planets. Him. Like, like hey, artificially. This is, me, this is, this is, yeah, he's got his Jatari coming in here, and they're lining people up on the right, lining people up on the left. Flipping it Some historical references, I don't know. <laughs> and then knocking down people. Taking a taking an adopted daughter. Sure. But Captain Marvel said it best when she said, "There's a, yeah, there, there's a lot of worlds out there, and they don't all have you." And so, and and just the fact that none of these characters had ever met, I think there, there's a That's backdrop fair. that we don't necessarily grasp the expanse of this universe. That sure. So Thanos was, you know, doing stuff on those planets, but clearly he had always used a medium to to come That's, to Earth. that's fair enough. Well, it's to fair. your point, you know. Tony can't put his finger on what his panic attacks in Iron Man 3 are coming from, what the uh, iron suit around the planet's coming from, but right whenever Hulk says, he sent Loki to New York, this is him, and Tony just looks at him and says, this is it. Tell me his name again. Tell me his name again. I've been, I've been thinking on this for six years. Yes, and now yeah. he's here. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, here's the last thing that I want to get into before we just take a deep dive in the movie. My opinion, and I put way too much thought into this, <laughs> of who everyone at this table is oh. in the MCU. I'm not looking forward to this. So, Patrick, I've got you either as Peter Quill or Tony. It's Tony, dude. Is it Tony? Guaranteed. Because if I if we call him Tony, then like that, <laughs> might love it, then his, his head will not fit in this. Are I you like the his, best character? I like to just answer honestly. I like, okay? to, I like to use the word, you know, wealth goes generational wealth. You know, I respect that. You know, genius playboy <laughs> millionaire philanthropist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that,
did you decide? I was like the Peter Quill Tony thing is just like a Jekyll Mr Hyde situation. You get both I mean, sides of them. Patrick, your your phone. You are the music godfather. Mm-hmm. You are the playlist king. That's fair. And your phone cover is the awesome uh, awesome mix volume tape from Guardians of the Galaxy. So, well, I, I said both names. I'm not going to choose one. Brandon, you were the non-negotiable Captain America, just Gosh, the man, the true. no convictions leader guy who is just unable to see. What does Tony say? Sometimes I wish I could just kick your you perfect teeth. You're pretty teeth, and so and you have nice teeth, Brandon. And, you know, and yeah. Ca- Captain goes. Sometimes I wish I could see the other side, and he's like, No, you don't. And he's like, No, I don't. The that best is- part about it is that Tony, the loudmouth talker that he is. He always grabs the mic first, but he says, call it Cap. Yeah. You know, he like, he gives it to Captain America because he's like, he's the guy who's got to tell us what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who's going to make sure that everybody else listens. Brandon is Cap. Will? I'm excited for this one because I know it's going to be some shade. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to see my blacklist, (laughs) you have just a, (laughs) you have a tablespoon of tracks. Every, every single time that somebody does an in-depth movie quote, he just goes, "Not you, Sean." That's not me. That's not me. What's, what? I, my my honest answer here was, I th- I think that you're Bucky. Oh my just God. break it, it down for us. Just an altered an altered conviction between good and evil, light and dark. Um, you know, we I was afraid of you at the beginning. Like, I was afraid of, you know, Buck and Winter Soldier, but your loyalty, we talked about this on the drive over, your loyalty's unwavering, you find yourself again, you're loyal to, to Cap, you've got a good arm from, uh, you strengthen it somehow, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say forearm, I don't know. <laughs> Too bad I made the uh, And then I had to take a long, hard look in the mirror. I think that I'm Nick Fury. I'm good at assembling talent. Gosh, okay, do we get to Are you calling yourself Sam Jackson? If, if, if anyone... Are you calling yourself Sam Jackson? Blake, I will say, Blake is a tough one. I think Blake is a hard one to peg. And I, I, I did not know who I were. I did have one thought. Blake, those who know Blake well, knows that he represents somewhat of a dichotomy um, between sober Blake and not sober Blake. Ooh, so there, there's enough. an argument to be made for the whole. There's an argument to be made. That's good. That's good. Because I hate Hulk Blake. But I like what you're saying. I like. I do like what you're saying with Nick Fury. I, I know you were trying to be humble, but like Nick's obviously Nick is the mastermind on the good side. He kind of sees everything and is watching all these other people get to where they need to be. And I think you you do do that more than people give you credit. I for. I feel like I assemble great talent around me, even if there's no great talent there. Like I'm the male character of Twenty Seven Dresses. You know what I'm saying? Like there's talent everywhere. Yeah, think about the friendships that you have brought together. I mean, we have That's become true. much better friends because of Blake. Same with us, same yep. with Steiger. I mean, sure. so there, but but I also, you know, I want you to feel like you can be a, an actual superhero. What about, what's the agent, the agent that inspires them in the first Avengers? Oh, Coulson? Oh, Coulson. Yeah, yeah, you are, you are, you are, you know, every quote. So that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that Hayward is Peter Quill. 
that to me, just because just his smart assery, you know, just kind of. I would say you're more witty and clever than I am, though. I know, but I can only be so many characters. You know, it's, <laughs> As we like to say, it's tough. I, I'm, di- I, I'm dynamic in that way. No, 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 no. I am. I'll follow the Playboy Philanthropist. Come on. I do think, but you know, gosh, Brandon. Brandon, Brandon. Blake, I think you may have a little Doctor Strange in you. Ooh, Strange. just a little bit of Doctor Strange. Let me. You got the hands. Me, he's got it. the hand-eye coordination. Ooh. Okay, they kind of they kind of look alike if you look at him. I'm sorry for all of our listeners, all three of you. You can't see him. <laughs> hey, they kind of look alike. And Strange does a great job of bringing everybody together. That's true. He, that is his job. At the end of the game. got a little strange. He's kind of a cocky asshole. Okay, listen, hey, I'll take what I can get. I would like to be a hero. I just look in the mirror and I think, hair's leaving. I might be Nick Fury. <laughs> Not great eyesight. I might be Nick Fury. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> just really. You have the talent. Go ahead. No, I was saying you have the talent. To, you have the one eye to assemble all your talent, right? You see it from afar. Right? I'm just saying, man. But not only do you assemble talent, you you help bring it to life. You make people a better version of themselves. Mm. And Strange kind of does that a little bit. There you go, man. I think if I could be any character, and I think we all would agree, it's it's Wong. That dude just hops in, hops out, does some great moves, and says when any of the action comes around, he's. He dips. He yeah. enjoys himself. Ham on rye. Yeah. Do we think Hayward's maybe maybe Peter Parker? I was just thinking maybe Will might be Spider-Man because, you know, he's in over his head. There's some natural <laughs> talent there. But sure. Patrick just looks at him at a party and just says, you're going to get hurt. I need you to leave. I will say, Mr. Stark. If, if, we're, if we're calling Pat, <laughs> Tony, so the many times that we've been around each other, it's Pat mostly being my my parent. Will, Will's <laughs> about to throw up. Will's about to throw up and he looks at Pat and he goes, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Mr. Stark, I don't feel <laughs> so good. Oh, that is Hayward. Golly, <laughs> no, I don't need that. I don't need that. All right, so final answer we've got Brandon, Cap, Patrick, Tony. Uh, what? <laughs> he is Tony, but it's... I know he's Tony, but hey, open. sometimes a team doesn't like Tony. Yeah, fair enough. Tony is a, the easiest one to hate in a lot of But I love Tony. <laughs> I love you too, man. There's a self-loathing that Tony and I share. Will, you are Spider-Man, and there is some sort of assemblage here, and I'll take I'll take Nick Fury. I think that that, that is strong. Um, so let's... Now that we know what the stakes are, we know the Infinity Stones are out there, we know that Thanos is trying to find them. We know that the Avengers are just like everybody else, you know, everybody here said. The Avengers are not the Avengers. They broke up like a band, like the Beatles. This is straight off of Civil War. Mm-hmm. There is there is no um, connectivity between our two main characters, Cap and Iron Man, um, and or Thor, or th- you know, Thor's off world. Hulk is off world. You know, uh, a lot of new superheroes have been yes. introduced into the mix. Exactly. Yes. Um, so let's let's get straight into it. So um, now that we know what the stakes are, my question is this: Was Thanos right? <laughs> because I mean, he's got a point. It's pretty woke. He's got a point, <laughs> dude. He's got he's capable of two. And again, this goes back to my take that I thought it was not well developed. Thanos shows so many clear-cut signs of uh, human depth and emotion. Sure. The way that he cares about Gamora yes. is very clear to see. And I think someone with that 
personal attachment to humanity is is not capable of just kind of arbitrarily like thinking, okay, but I'm still willing to remove half of them. And, and I get maybe maybe I've talked myself into a corner because he does end up killing Gamora for the stone. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems like I don't know anyone. You would have to be such a cold-hearted idiot to be able to, to to stand behind something like that. So no, I don't think Thanos was right. And I don't know if Thanos is the kind of guy who really can believe that. That's like it's like a super fair point. Like I mean, he's so intelligent in in this movie, and he's in like I think you hit it on the head with like you don't realize it until like near the end, whenever he does sacrifice his daughter, and it's like. Adopted daughter and Spoiler. and uh, Pat already said it. Uh, <laughs> Tony already said it over there. I was falling off perfectly. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> but like the tears and she's like crying, tears really, crying. and she's like, "Come on, dude!" And like the whole time, like his conviction to like throw his daughter off and and kill her and actually have some real emotions from that and. She, like, it does prove that they're, like, the dude un- does understand human life. He does have, like, things that we can relate to, which I think actually makes him a great villain as well. Mm. Um, I don't think he was right, but, like, he's got some points. On- he's got some bullet points, <laughs> well, dude. It's not, like, it's not like a self-seeking, you know, mission that he's on, which is, I think is what makes him a really good villain. Because yes. he's got, even in that first Avengers when he was, like, okay, like, just smiles at the fact of, like, taking on the Avengers as suicide. Like, that's not the Thanos that we would be talking about today. But the one that is, is the one that truly believes that he's right. And this is like a service to the entire universe. That's what makes him really, really appealing. Like because it's it's not about him becoming like the most powerful person in the universe. He doesn't care. He destroyed the, well. Yeah. That's yeah well, and, 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 and again, to, re, to reiterate this, this is part one of part two. Yeah. Episode two is coming for Endgame. But... The way that this movie ends reinforces that this is not mm-hmm. yes. uh, Thanos' crusade to become all-powerful. Exactly. It is, I have seen what happened to my own planet. I want to prevent this for the universe. And these random people keep showing up to keep me from doing that. And it's pissing me and off. And it's pissing me Come off. Come on. <laughs> so we open this movie straight after Thor Ragnarok, but it also coalesces with Civil War. Civil War says that the Avengers are toast, right? Yes. Thor Ragnarok, Thor has his entire planet blown up, but he saves almost all of his people. Gosh, such a badass movie. Immigrant song when he's coming down. Oh, oh, And and we, um, we, we see the end of Thor Ragnarok. The last line of Thor Ragnarok was Thor saying... I finally think that things are going to work. <laughs> and it ends with Thanos' ship closing in on Thor's um, immigrant vessel. So who do we? what happens and who do we lose in the first scene? Dude, first scene, uh, we've got, first off, half of Asgard is just wiped out. It is absolutely gone. Uh, Thanos is coming in. I think the first voice that we hear in this movie is Squidward. I, it's Hear Maul. me and rejoice. Maul is Alien his name. Magneto but... put the respect on his name. That's right. Okay. That's right. But Squidward just rolls off the tongue. So you about yeah. to die at the hands of Thanos. Yeah. 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 And then we see uh, that, that Hulk fight scene that we talked about. Our boy Loki. If I might interject. Yeah. <laughs> Loki tries to pull something up his sleeve and uh, just doesn't really work out for him. Yeah. I feel like for me, like, 
there's a belief that Loki, like, you want to be, like, Loki's, like, on his team, especially... Loki, Loki. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that's good. Um, no, like, even, like, in Thor Ragnarok, where he's, like, he makes the right, he, like, is on Thor's team, but he, anytime he sees an opportunity to, like, just to continue to elevate himself and make sure he's above the dirt, and then you're, like, okay, is Loki, like, like, this guy's been bad. He has flashes of good, and then you get one scene at the very beginning of this movie where you're like, gosh, I love this character. When he finally just says, you know, son of Odin, looks at Thor, mm. and Thor's like, oh, because, you know, Loki interjects, as Brandon said, and he's like, oh, and Thor's like, is he going to do this again? Or he just tries to take an opportunity and make sure that he's safe, his self-serving. And, and Loki gives him the Tesseract. Yes, Thanos, correct? Yes. Um, and then... Uh, the the knife yep and loki essentially sacrifices himself tries to assassinate yes Thanos, yeah. yes and you're like wow like i love this character now and they take yeah and, and yeah it is crazy and you had just seen in thor ragnarok that like thor was finally done falling for loki's yeah. tricks yeah um like the one time loki was gonna does his little bait and switch duplicate himself mm-hmm. thing like Finally, at the end of Thor Ragnarok, Thor doesn't fall for it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he ends up helping him out during Ragnarok. But, yeah, you do see kind of like a nice... It is a really good end to the character arc of Loki. Yes. But it is sad. You you know you're in for a bloodbath when you lose a character like Loki. Yeah. Ten minutes. Yeah. Ten and, minutes. and the way that Thanos decided to kill him. It wasn't like him using the stone. He just picked the dude up and just squeezed the life out mm-hmm. and snaps his Right there. So that they, was heavy. They've handicapped the most powerful of all the Avengers. Yep. Unless you want to get into a Wanda conversation. Yep. But you, you've essentially, Thor has always been the trump card. Like Hulk and Thor, always the trump cards. And they immediately handicap their two most powerful superheroes in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Which is what the audience, you know, off screen, they're just like, straight up, Hulk could kick his ass, right? Yep. They do the Thor conversation. Granted, Thor doesn't have his hammer. And they do the Hulk conversation. Um, the last thing that, that gets to happen is um, Hulk gets transported back into Earth. Another guy who dies in that scene. The Bifrost. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Eat yourself. Heimdall. Heimdall. Yes. World's sexiest man. 2020? Yes. 20, yeah, 2019. 2019. 2019. Shoot. Hey, don't forget about 2021. Oh, <laughs> Our boy Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd ended. Paul Rudd. Golly. That, and then Scott. before that was uh, Deadpool. And then after that was uh, Black Adam. I mean, there's a recurring thing. It really is incredible the way that the superhero movement is taking over pop culture. Um, but back back to this scene, that makes Thanos have two Infinity Stones. Yep. No one's had the power, nay the nobility, mm. to wield not one but two Infinity Stones. Yeah. The world is at your grandia. And, um, <laughs> and, it finished, and, it, and it finishes with that, and it goes straight with Hulk going through the galaxy, yeah. flying straight into Doctor Strange's place. And it's just like, how much money do you have? Is it 200 rubies? And how much is that? Mm, buck and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Why do you tell know that to the butchers? He will make you a metaphysical ham on line. <laughs> I wouldn't say no to a ham to a, s- to a, tuna, to a tuna melt. And that's right. Whenever Thor, uh, I'm sorry, Hulk comes back, yeah. falls into the staircase, and he says, "Thanos is coming. Mm-hmm. He's coming." And in my notes here, I've got an all caps action from here on out. Yeah. So. 
starting right in that scene, where do we go from there? So we're past the first opening scene, yeah. and we're 47 minutes in. So and Thanos thing. has two stones. He's got the two stones, and then we've got two, uh, Maul and, I don't, did they even name? The Mog and, uh, the Maul They don't and, name the other three. The others. The Rowan Sis, and then Alien Hulk. Alien Hulk, bro, insists in Alien Hulk. Exactly. Alien Hulk and Squidward, they show up, and then we get introduced into, well, Iron Man comes in, uh, Strange comes and just says, hey, there's, basically there's an issue, and we need you. The universe is at stake. The universe is at stake. Uh, They start kind of, you know, tussling a little bit, and then all of a sudden, Spider-Man just pops in, which is one of my, one of my more favorite scenes, is just Spider-Man just popping in, and then just turning the camera and you see his head just to your point Loki that that might be the best scene from this movie so so they're they're fighting and uh you know they're arguing Mm -hmm. uh between Cap and and Strange and love their banter by the way right right before Cap uh I'm sorry Tony calls in Cap he looks over at Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange's hair is moving and he's like say Doc you wouldn't be moving your hair and Doc looks at his hair and he goes not at the moment, no. And so you know something is up, and that's when all of this starts because we haven't even gotten into the suit up and all that stuff. So what goes on right after that? Right after that, man. So Ma and company. Alien Hulk. Yeah, they walk outside and they see that, like, shit's coming down. Him and so, and yeah. But also, can I, can, I, can I say something that you before you is, is that Tony is like, hey, clear the block, let's get everyone out of here. And then Strange makes a spell to push all the dust out of the way and to chill. And and you can see, because Tony and Strange have just met, and Tony just kind of looks around and goes, oh, I got a dude with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange winks at him after they're fighting, and he just, he winks at him, and Tony's just like, this guy. That wink is really subtle. Yeah, it is. I never noticed it until two nights when you rewatched it. Very subtle. Yeah. I think it's a valid point, just because they these, especially with the beginning banter, they're kind of like, it's like Alpha trying to go via Alpha, and sure, who can, who can sure. top each so, other. So who shows up from Thanos' ship? Alien Magneto and freaking Alien Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Ma, which is really smart, right? Because think about it. If Ma and Alien <laughs> Hulk had gone to Viz and Wanda, they would have just smacked that ass. No, but they no. didn't. They went to the big dogs, no. and there the we have it, right? And then you got freaking, you got freaking Tony, who's like, I've, I've seen this movie before. I know how this goes. Hulk, you want a piece? Oh, that's yeah. great. This is what we immediately, realize, immediately, immediately right. pulls out. The Bruce point. has yep. performance anxiety, which is Bruce another is huge, which is another huge twist, right? This movie goes. The whole purpose of Infinity War is to tell you that the Avengers are only great. When they assemble, that if they're broken up into these different factions, they don't stand a chance. And the first time, I mean, you see that in the first scene on the Asgardian ship, but then you see it again when he's like, all right, Hulk, you want this? Hey, come on, Bruce. And and Hulk can't do it. And so suddenly it's just Iron Man, Wong, and Strange before Spider-Man joins. And you're like, oh, this this could actually be problematic. And will it also, like, like, dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizard. (laughs) Yeah, dude, you're embarrassed. It's like, and two, it goes back to how great Thanos is because those two boys, like, kind of low-key, like, win that battle. Nine one, times out of ten. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Tony's like, he suits up. He's like, I got this. Strange comes in, and the mall's just like, boy, you boys don't have nothing on this. It's the introduction. It starts, freaking, it starts doing hand motions, and suddenly everything's on the move. It's the introduction into uh, Tony's nanotech because he is literally talking trash to the mall. 
in a hoodie and black pants. And whenever the Hulk can't get the Hulk out, Hulk out. Yeah. By the way, do we know uh, who plays that character? Do we know the actor who plays them all? No, I don't. His name is Ma. It's not the, the Ma. Well, I mean, Thanos goes this day, extracts a heavy toll. He does, he does say, I, I take the Ma's dead. He, said, uh, he uses the word the, so... Um, but that's whenever we see <laughs> whoa whoa that's whenever we see the first nanotech and the first time i saw it i was just like that looks so weird it did look a little weird and it still looks weird it still it? looks weird but the prospect of nanotech mm-hmm. instead of some case or some suit up closet mm-hmm. for it to always be on him and he just double taps on his chest and then becomes iron man and it takes over and like encapsulates his body and then he just takes this alien what alien magneto alien, no alien hulk. alien hulk alien hulk to town and you're just like what he low-key kind of loses yeah he low-key kind of loses though he needs help well right. yes but but, but also, really important note, him and Pepper's opening scene is very dense in content. In the conversation that they have, we forgot first to time they yes. reference nanotech, because he points at the thing in his chest, and we all know at this point that Tony no longer Needs requires it. that. Yes. They he have the removed surgery. the shrapnel. And so he references that it's there just as protection. They also reference it's when he brings up wanting to have a kid. He's trying to settle up down. Naming it after her great uncle Morgan, eccentric yes. great uncle, yeah, yeah, and so the very dense scene bringing up that nanotech stuff, and then yeah, we get to see it play out. Hulk's impressed, and, and yeah, we have our first battle. And low key, this might be one of the best battles because we got Tony against Alien Hulk. Alien Hulk. Uh, every time I, when I point at you, you, you want me to say yeah. Alien Hulk? <laughs> when I point, you speak. When it's Tony against Alien Hulk, Alien Hulk. <laughs> Tony takes him to town, but the Ma just is a trump card. Dude, is legit. The bro. Hulk is a liability, and Tony and Alien Hulk go after it across buildings together, and then it just is a mano a mano between the Ma and Doctor Strange. Well, to start on the battle with Tony and Alien Hulk. That's right. I love it. Tony's getting his ass beat because he keeps looking at Bruce saying, like, are you going to help out? I, 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 I'm, I'm literally here to save you again and again and again. And right whenever Alien Hulk <laughs> is about to smoke him with the hammer, mm-hmm. something stops him, <laughs> to your point. Our boy Spidey. And it's a Spider-Man. Oh, hey, Mr. Stark. <laughs> hey, man. What's this guy's deal? <laughs> you do see him on the bus with Ned. Yes, yeah, dude. Which I, I really miss Fat Ned. I miss, really miss I miss Fat Ned, and also shout out to Stan Lee, who yes. is the driver of the bus. What's the matter? You ever seen an alien shit <laughs> yeah. before? Um, is this Stan Lee's last cameo? No, no he, he, he filmed it before he died in Endgame of the, hey, make peace, not war. Yes. Whatever. Gosh, in Jersey. Yeah. Yes. In Jersey. Yeah. 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 I, I absolutely love that, that quick little bus scene. Where he just gives Ned a little slap on the cheeks. Holy oh, shit, dude, we're all gonna die! <laughs> yeah, just a hilarious scene. But continue, you were, you were breaking it down for us. Um, so, in summary, we've got Cap and Alien Hulk going after it, and then the Ma just absolutely outduels Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. So, you, so, so it gives you an idea. If you've seen Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is a trump card. In a lot of ways, he's a cheat code. Before for sure. this moment, you could argue that Doctor Strange going after Dormammu is the most powerful person mm-hmm. that we know because if he can't beat him then he puts him in a time lapse and traps him there still until, an argument to be made there that he's totally, one of the most powerful totally and the Ma just 
rocks his ass, mm-hmm. right? So the mom um, kidnaps him. Yes. Yes, the mom kidnaps, which, to be fair, he almost gets saved when his cape, Dr. Strange's cape, flies off mm-hmm. and is taken about throughout the town. My Our boy Peter, me, as we said earlier, is that's, swinging throughout Manhattan. That's the wizard kid. Yes. And that's whenever this is, and it's important that actually Spider-Man goes after him because eventually Dr. Strange, who is incapacitated, but even though he's, he's only getting helped by his cape, the mall captures him and indirectly captures Spider-Man because that's huge because if you've watched the other movies, Tony Stark looks at Spider-Man honestly as like just his, his son, mm-hmm. like his adopted son. Very similar to you and, Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sure. that's a good word. <laughs> that's, that's a good word. Um, and so that's like, because they're like, hey, we have the stone we came for. We came to Manhattan for the time stone. Yeah. We're out of here. We're out of here. Yeah. Let's get gone. We're not trying to like make some madness right now. And that's where kind of the and this, in my opinion, is the first. We go to movies looking for goosebumps. This is the first goosebump moment. Oh, when he gets the suit. The yeah. give me a little juice Friday. Oh yeah. Unlock seventeen A. Oh. Is that in the comics? I'm not su- I'm not super familiar like with Tony Stark, Iron Man continuing to like power up Spider Man with suits. Obviously in the MCU he does no. it many times. That is not no, it. it's not. Okay. In the in the comics, Spider Man is not an Avenger. Don't even know who Spider Man is. He comes and helps out like two times, but he's not an Avenger. Yes, okay. But the Unlock 17A, mm-hmm. let go, Pete, I'm going to catch you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The first, the, the first time I watched that. This <laughs> sounds like a new car in I here. was going crazy, man. Like that, right? Like, so it's crazy intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Trails, kid. Friday, send him home. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. So that sets the stage where they are on a spaceship that is what? Cap, Strange, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Iron Man. Strange, oh, I'm sorry. Spider-Man. Iron Man, Strange, Spider-Man mm-hmm. are in a spaceship sh- headed straight toward Titan. And let's not forget, Alien Hulk gets thrown through a portal yeah. to I don't know it's the, the Himalaya, somewhere yeah. random. That's the only way they could beat him by throwing him through a portal. Totally, he's not dead. Uh-huh. He's just kind of off in the distance. I'm sure there's a tracker on the guy. And I think really cuts off the right hand. Biblical, yeah. Ooh. And they've started. I love that. What they've started doing is, um, it, you don't realize that they're really going to take you there this early. But now, in hindsight, you know this is the moment when you realize the Avengers aren't going to be able to fight this one together. It'll be the first fight ever that they haven't been able to take on their villain together. Well, to your point, the two things that I would I do want to hit on the kind of behind the scenes that later on they they hit on is the Russos who have created this world. Kevin Feige made all of this happen, right? Yes. The Russos said. This is the effect of a broken Avengers, as much as it is Thanos' inevitability. To Patrick's point, this is a breakup of the Avengers. They are not going to do this moment together where they take on the bad guy. They're going to space and everyone else is on Earth. Well, Kevin Feige, whenever he, he was asked, how did you know how to do all of this? And he goes, I knew that we had some special stuff whenever the first Avengers came out. But I knew that I had a universe whenever the Guardians of the Galaxy was a complete blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And 
as we just said, unlock 17A whenever Cap, uh, whenever Iron Man catches Spider-Man. That's a moment, and it goes straight back into Wong asking Bruce Banner, what are you going to do? And Bruce says, I'm going to make a phone call, and he's going to call Captain America. Mm-hmm. And we leave it there, but the, mo- the music of... And that is just like, I don't need to know what's going on. We're going to the Guardians. Yes. And it goes straight into, on the on all caps at the bottom, it just says, space. <laughs> and it just goes straight into Peter Quill going crazy to rubber band yep. man. Uh, Gosh, they're singing along, and then you got freaking Groot. He ain't Groot. He ain't Groot, dude. But he's like, but he's, I, I am Groot. Groot. Like, whoa. Brax <laughs> comes in after the fact, and he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you, you, you can't say that. You got some acorns on you, pal. <laughs> as soon as you started getting sap, you become a real devil. <laughs> and he just keeps plugging away on his, on his game. The, 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 the teenage disgust on his face is absolutely Dude, great. And they sw- they switch movie styles as soon as as soon as you hear the intro to Rubber Band Man, yeah. you know that it's Guardians. That's one thing they do so well is each character that they're focusing on, each universe they want you to be in. Mm-hmm. They don't just do it with the characters yeah. themselves. They do it like yeah. the whole style. It's like the style. It's it's, it, it's like the director puts on the hat of whoever whoever directed that movie. Yes, and. It goes like without it, you know, without having to see anything, you know, you're going back into Guardians, yeah. and then later on in the movie, you see that again later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are in quote unquote space, and they are answering a distress signal, <laughs> and Peter goes like, "All right, Guardians, put on your put on your angry faces." <laughs> And Mantis behind them is just like, no. <laughs> and they come out and they just see abomination. Uh, the end of the world outside of their windshield. And right when they're just like, what the hell is going on? Thor just smokes just, just the like windshield. A, a fly on the mirror Which, whenever you're driving down Highway 75. And I love... Rocket's reaction right there. Do y'all remember what that yeah. is? Wipe us! Get it off! 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 They're supposed to be going to help and save everybody. Thor just opens that one eye and it's like, ah! And, yeah. and, and so they, they bring Thor in and this, in. this is a, a vibe of a scene. I mean, it's frustrating because off screen, everyone else is trashing this scene and I... Love. This is my favorite scene, honestly, maybe of the movie. So and Thor is unconscious, and they're just looking at Thor, who is <laughs> probably the most attractive human being on this earth. Yeah, I mean, it's like they're feeling every person, even like Dave Batista, is feeling up Thor right he now. Goes, this, 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 this is this dude. He goes, this is not a dude. You're, You're a dude. A dude. <laughs> this is a man. <laughs> and you can just see Chris, Chris Pat. Pratt plays this phenomenally, just kind of like the what? the jealous, like yeah. uh, like obviously there's some insecurity right now. Sure. And as he's, I just love Gamora feeling up his arms. Yeah, and she's like, like this is steel. These muscles are made like, of precarity fibers. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good bit. Then then he, I'm making a boat flex. I'm, I'm gonna commit. Yeah. I'm gonna get a boat flex. Like, like, Quill, you're one like, sandwich <laughs> away from fat. <laughs> he's like, Quill, you have put on weight. That's it. Admit, he points. And as we know, Gamora? <laughs> Mantis uh, has the ability to control people's feelings and thoughts and emotions. And Peter finally says, "Wake him up! Wake him up!" And whenever they wake up, Thor, 
I mean, and the banter that just comes. Well, from this that. is this is in the trailer was our first look into a complete collide of universes. Which in the trailer, it's Thor looking at the Guardians, all pointing guns at him, and he just says, "Who the hell are you guys? Who the hell are you guys?" And they finally like calm down and put it together that um, Thor's on a mission, and yes. the the Guardians are way too close to said mission than they originally thought. Yes, and then from there, you get to see just like... And this is what the Guardians... I mean, if you've seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, the beauty of it is the fact that it's um, essentially very comedic. Like, mm -hmm. it's like a yeah. mixture of action, fun, and it's just like you laugh the whole time. And as you said earlier, how they stick with the vibe of the Guardians when you, they originally open the scene of space and it's the mm -hmm. music, they stick to the the vibe of what the Guardians are, which are like, they're just a bunch of, like, nobodies and ragtag team that comes together that just roast each other the entire time. They're not they, here to save the world. They're here to do a distress signal to make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and the whole time, they're talking about Thanos. They, he makes the connection that Gamora was the daughter of Thanos. They go through, they talk about how they're going to uh, Nivitalir, and even within that, like, between every serious remark is 17 jokes. Oh, right, Whether it's right. Star-Lord being like... <laughs> Star-Lord is the captain. Yeah. Yeah. But Thor is on the ship, and he is the alpha. <laughs> and he's like, I'm taking your part. This must be some birthday or There's code. There's some four-digit code. <laughs> no, and Thor, not. he just fits in so well. He oh, really does a great job. Tell me this. Tell me this. After watching that scene, you don't want to see, like, a Bad Boys movie with just Chris Pratt. And Chris Hemsworth taking on the oh, couch. Sure. Just the, that's kind of what we're led to believe at the end game, right? Yeah. Is that Thor's joining the Guardians? Yeah, yes, we'll Guardians see. of the yes, Galaxy. Guardians. <laughs> but all in all, like you walk away thinking, like that. Um, for me, that banter and the chemistry that they had, it's like, dude, all I want to see is like Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> taking but on. The big part of this scene is that they make a plan. So yes, Thor is yes. not, like Thor is an Avenger. And obviously the Guardians don't know who the Avengers are. And they're, they're like, he's like, I'm a part of the Avengers. And they're like, who are the Avengers? And he's like, oh, Smittiest Heroes. So Kevin Bacon? <laughs> I don't know. He I don't know. He might, he might be a part of the team. <laughs> but the important part is that they create a plan. What are they going to do? Well, they decide to split up. Yep. They're going, they're, they're divesting, one might say, and get a little diversification. Uh, Thor and Rocket and Teenage Group decide that they are heading out to uh what's it what's the name of that planet Nevadelir. Nevadelir? Nevadelir. Oh, Nevadelir. 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 Yeah. Nevadelir. it's uh what do we decide V D. D first D second but that's what's interesting Thor says it incorrectly the very okay. first time he says it he it says is. we're going to Nevadelir but Nevadelir. then Rocket responds immediately and says you're going to Nevadelir and says it correctly it is Nev it's Nevadelir with the V first yes. yeah okay yeah, so they have that settled. Rocket is their captain. They take their little pod. Goodbye, morons. Which is that, that Great always one. always gets me. Always gets me. I like the rabbit. I bet you that well, morons. <laughs> rabbit and tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the depth of their friendship, right there. Rabbit and tree. So Thor, un, like Loki, is an idiot, <laughs> and Rocket is a raccoon. And Rocket says something very smart, and Thor goes. The rabbit is correct. <laughs> and clearly the leader amongst you. <laughs> Which the funny thing is, anytime in like the Guardians movies that Rocket uh, gets misinterpreted for another animal, 
really pisses him off. Yes. Wants to fight, throws a gun around, yeah. points it, and when Thor does it, it's immediately just push it. So, so, so yeah, just push. we got Thor, Rocket, and Groot going to the uh, Nebulier. Yep. Thor, Rabbit Tree, and the Nebulier, and then we've got Gamora, Drax, uh, Mantis, and Mantis, and Peter. They are all headed to nowhere to try to recover the reality stone. Yep. Which Thor does they state give a reason why he thinks they need to go to nowhere? Yeah. Uh, yes. Correct. He, yes. This is the first. Yeah, and it, that's actually a good point because I guess Wong and Strange do an overview of the six Infinity Stones, kind of their history and what they mean back in the earlier scene. But here is where Thor kind of breaks it down of like, this is where hey, here's where all the Infinity Stones are. This is why I know he's going to know. Yeah. Thanos destroyed uh, Zendaya and took the Power Stone. He took the uh, Space Stone. The Space Stone from me. And now he's going to the only stone that he knows of in space. The other three are safely on Earth. With the other two, the other two are safely on Earth. Knows where the soul stone is, and no one knows what the soul stone which is. Which is a very important and thing to back. Gamora, go, Gamora looks at him and just is like, "Okay," uh, which is good to like put in your back pocket. Yeah. Um, but it also it also shows again because. They didn't actually come up with a good plan to go to nowhere, half go to nowhere, and half go to Nebedalir. Like, yeah. it wasn't a result of planning and teamwork. It was a result of, like, no one being on the same page, everyone just wanting to take out Thanos sure. on their own. So they just end up splitting up, which obviously, we will see, does not go well and is just further division. Exactly. The you would think that all all of them just go to one spot together because that, that's their best chance, but they don't do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. level up together and yeah. then... Especially when Thanos has two Infinity Stones already yeah. at this point, and they know that. One of the more memorable scenes of the entire movie. And it finishes with Thor saying, I bid you farewell, morons. <laughs> Bye. And they, they let go, and it goes to black. And then the next scene is Vision opening up oh. opening up the, the, the drapes. And we find Vision, who we only thought was just a power bot, historically. Yep. And he looks like a human, and he's in a hotel room with Wanda... And she's in bed, so you immediately know things are going on. Yeah, open those <laughs> curtains up a little bit wider, Vision. Man, I'm saying bring some more light into here. Hey, or not, we're going to try and keep this PG. <laughs> yeah. talking about my girl, my girl Wanda Maximum. Oh, my, my gosh. I, Paul Bettany, back from the dead, bro. bro. Every time I see him do Night's Tale. Paul Night's Tale, dude. Which, by the way, you know what? He was protecting some of that in that freaking hotel room. <laughs> Which, to my your point, gosh. Paul Bettany said, my agent took me up to his office, said, your career is over. And I said, you've got to be wrong. I went downstairs. I got a call and said, would you like to play Vision? I just said yes, because I thought my career was over. And I'll tell you this. I thought that his moment in the sun would be the... And everyone else not sitting on a cushion? <laughs> And instead, he's going to be remembered as Vision. And that's exactly where was we... He, but he was also the voice of Jarvis. He was Jarvis. Yes. In all the movies before. He but, probably thought he was taking a small role. But it's not its not marketable to be Jarvis. It's yeah. marketable to be Vision. And you get to see him a little bit, like, taking care of 
um, you know, of Wanda. You know, he's trying, he has to keep Wanda in a compound during Civil War. He's making her favorite dish using paprika and doing all this stuff. And she, he's not using the door because he's like omnipresent. Listen, Vision uh, did some, he did some groundwork that me and Pat have been trying to lay for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Well, and the, the density, but it brings you back straight back to that. <laughs> if you're talking about groundwork and Wanda Maximoff, we might need a different podcast for that, you know? Uh, but I, I will say, like, you, you realize the density of each and every line in this movie because way back when, when they were talking about um, Vision, Tony says to Bruce Banner as he's kind of catching him up, he goes, Vision is evolving. Mm-hmm. And then we actually see it real time because Vision's now a human. He's he not has just a, a romance. He's not just a super buff. Yeah, and so you realize that if, if you had watched Civil War, you know that Vision and Wanda end up on separate teams at the mm-hmm. end. But we see now at the beginning of Infinity War that they've been kind of stealing moments away to build this romance, and they're dating. It's going well. They're in uh, I don't know Scotland. Scotland. They're in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. and um, then she sees on the TV that shit's hitting the fan. And this I think is a very important moment because the next thing that happens is what's which which one is well, this? So which one of Thanos' characters? Oh, it's one of the it's one of the, yeah. the bro out of the cis group. Is the bro? Yeah, there's and, the bro there's why are we looking at Will for like the, the encyclopedia? Because he called him Space Hulk, Space Alien Hulk, Magneto, Alien Magneto, and the bro, bro and is and Cersei and Jamie Lannister. And then Patrick around. gives it over to Will and says, "Who is this again?" And Will's like. This is the bro, bro and sis. <laughs> well, the, by the way, she's hot. Her and Wanda, I could watch that duo. <laughs> the sis is, is hot. Well, I'll say this. One thing, one thing the we alien say sis. is before they're... Before they see... Because on the TV is where they see the attack on New York, and it's like, mm-hmm. we need to go back. But right before that is whenever they're kind of having a heart-to-heart saying, like, I want to stay with you. Like, Vision's yeah. like, yo, we kind of make this work, yo. Like, and she's like, it works. And he's like... I know. Like, but I have my human stuff on. Yes. Yes. Know. He says it works, and I've made promises elsewhere, but I want them. I want to make that promise to you. And she goes, it works. And then he goes, stay with me. And she looks away from him, like looks at the I'm not in love with you. And he goes, or don't if I'm overstepping. And she's looking over his shoulder at the attack. Tony Stark mm-hmm. is gone from Earth, and she goes, what's happening? And he says. What the stone yeah. is telling me about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, I have to go back. Yeah. Takes two steps back and then immediately we're just right back in it with just. One of the, what weapon is that? What, it, we don't that know. Uh, can I, I have say, no idea. Can I say something interesting that I actually read the other day is the fact that if you remember correctly, vision is made out of uh, vibranium, yeah. uh-huh. which is the strongest metal on earth. So it's showing that. The bro... It's a trump of, card. It, well, the, whatever that thing is made out of, Thanos is like... I mean, it shows how big the universe is. That there's in sky. There is another metal out there, because in our mind, vibranium, like... Yeah. If you've seen but with Wakanda, yeah. I mean, it can make a, the most dominant, powerful... Right. Yeah, technologically like sound. Wolverine yeah. stuff. Fair. But Hugh Jackman's not... <laughs> and, and that's what she says to him. She was like, why aren't you phasing? And, and he goes, I'm supposed to. The blade is keeping me from it. So Vision, who frankly is the savior of the second Avengers movie and the most powerful, even more than Thor, mm-hmm. because the idea that Thor is the only one who can wield Mjolnir is welded mm-hmm. by Vision. So what they're telling us is that Vision is the most powerful, but for whatever reason, the blade that gets pierces out, pierced out of nowhere, which is the one moment of this movie where the 
the Russo brothers go for a very cheap scream moment. Cause pop out. I'll tell you this much: that scared the shit out of me. Uh, he gets mm-hmm. he gets rocked, yeah. and Wanda is the girlfriend, and you don't exactly know what her powers are, and she is the one who has to, while lugging Vision around away from Seth, bro and sis, bro and sis, <laughs> she has to fight them by herself. And um, they took another of their best players off the table. Yes. Like, this is where they're playing chess because they've been introducing over the course of time unbeatable people. The Hulk, Thor, Vision. Mm-hmm. Like, when Vision came along, it was like, oh, we're good. Nothing yeah. can beat Vision. So they did. I, I used to be upset at how worthless Vision was in this whole movie, but then realized the importance of that stab in the beginning of the movie. Yes. They, Vision was never the same after that stab. Right. Well, what going back to square one, what is Thanos' goal? His goal is to find all six in Infinity Stones. And so why, and why, are, why are these two in Scotland going after Wanda and Vision? Because Vision in his forehead is essentially was made in Ultron by the Infinity Stone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He has the Mind Stone. That's yes. why they're there. Yes. And so the whole thing is big bro- alien brother saying, give, the, give us a stone, she'll live. And... You True know. or false, the Mind Stone was captured at the beginning of... The, the Loki Scepter was captured at the beginning of Age of Ultron. Also, the same thing that was used to give Wanda Maximoff and her and Peter Maximoff their powers. Exactly, yes. So Vision and Wanda get their powers from the same source. This, which, which is why what happens in a bit happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, a similar power source, right? Yeah. Um, so we are in the middle of a battle scene, yep. and it is not going well for the Vision R2, and Wanda. R2 Avengers, yes, and yeah. they finally crash into this random building. Mm-hmm. This little train station. Well, yeah, it's the train, train yeah. station. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this was this was the first like goosebumps moment for me. They're fighting. They're they're kind of they're taking one on the chin. All of a sudden, our sis, our alien sis, yes. she kind of peeks around the corner, just sees a dark figure. As the train is rolling as by. As the train is rolling by. Classic movie thing we where just, the train's coming yep, and suddenly pops yep. up behind it. That music changes. She kind of throws her little, I don't know, spear, spear yeah. thing at it. Big like or something. Avengers music plays. Yep. The and then we just see Cap with the new beard, the new look, just catch that spear. New shield. And it, mm-hmm. that was the first goosebump moment. He catches the spear, and he's in the shadows. And oh, as yeah. he comes in the light, it's, it's just... New da-da-da, beard, da-da-da, he's all da-da-da. black. He doesn't have that, that attire what, what, that you oh, And like, what gets me is, like, Captain America is there yeah. to defend them, yeah. and... He, he looks at Wanda and Vision, and they both smile, and like, <laughs> yeah. everything's going to be okay. Yeah, they're good. And it, it's, again, interesting. I know I'm just really honing in on the team aspect here, but you look at it in a vacuum. Who would you rather have in a vacuum? For sure. You've got sure. Wanda and Vision on yep. one side, and you have Black Widow Falcon and Captain Don't America on the Falcon, other side. Right? I'm just sorry, but that's just no contest. But you, it's these three, the former... They were the latter that were able so to take well. it because they work together. They work together so yes. well. None of them, none of them, except for the fact that Steve is a super soldier. I mean, Steve's the most powerful of those three, and he's right. still pretty human. Like, he's right. still pretty human, right. and they take him down. But yeah, they have perfect teamwork, perfect executed chemistry. greatly. Yeah. 
even if, if that's even a word. Yeah. And it's it's just kind of it, it's interesting. One might that say that their out. chemistry rivals what's going on here today at the Pulp Clifton podcast. Brandon it's with great the heat thrown. And, right I, and I'm glad that you've mentioned that because yeah. I, I do feel pretty spectacular about my own performance, and I can sure. only imagine. I, I think I should, I, I'm more of a falcon. You're 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 doing some Captain America. <laughs> this, stuff this, this, I need to pick it up a little bit. No, this is that. a this is a Cap Tony book. <laughs> this, this is some Cap Tony. Right, now that we're now that we're 25 minutes and into the is <laughs> so it One, hit. Go ahead. One, well, one thing not to forget in this fight, because this is important for later on at the end fight, is that bro, alien bro, is hurt. Mm-hmm. Alien bro gets, who, I forget who stabs him or whatnot. It was Cap. It was, no, dude, it was, was uh, it, uh, Black it, it was Black Widow. Golly, Scarlett Johansson, always the team, always the savior on there. I respect don't, don't do it. I'm not doing anything. She, I, her, she has she, a great, hey, she's pretty, dude. No, she, move on. she's a great character. What is that? How do you feel about what the What is the gesture you're making, Will? Quit doing that. Will, 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 stop. Will, Quit stop. That, that is disgusting. Guys, you're ridiculous, oh okay? Gosh, All I was trying to state was... Lunch absolutely. Respect. 2022. 2022. I don't even know how to continue oh, besides... Yeah. Yeah, come on, dude. We're in the wrong year. How do you feel about the blonde hair? I kind of like the bob cut, to be fair. Okay, you know what? Just because we know what happens... Fast round. Top three most attractive... Black Widow movies. I'll go first. Number three, Endgame. Oh, okay. Number two, Civil War. Number one, Iron Man, Man Two. Iron Man Two. Iron, Iron Man, Man two. two. And let me tell you, is Pepper that Paul in agreement? I, yes. No. I, I don't think good, number one Endgame shoots up for me. I, I, I don't think one or two. Except, I mean, yeah, when she's not. She's not in one. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I think um, Iron Man Two, and I think the first Avengers when yes. she's when she's in that Russian situation. Black dress. Black dress. <laughs> strapped to the chair. Dude, no. Matt, don't touch me. Don't Dude. talk about being strapped to a chair. Dude. <laughs> whenever, whenever, she, whenever she gets under the rope and kicks Happy's ass, and then Tony just goes, I want one. <laughs> and she goes, no. Well, the thing is, more, <laughs> you can kind of see how, you can kind of see, like, kind of how times have changed, just in general in the social world, how, like, in that movie... Like Iron Man Two, which came out what in like 2010, how like that was like Tony saying I won't play up, and sex, and then yeah. and then 20 like when this movie came out 2018, she is the hero. She is very much a yeah. she's, she's not a, she's, not, equal, sexual, she's not, not sexualized. Sexual she is she is not her. sexualized. She is a hero. She's a fighter, True. and you and that and you respect that. Same th- they did the same thing with the uh, Wanda Maximoff nah. costume. Yeah, I don't know. Well. No, but in, but listen, in the first two, in Ultron and in Infinity War. And in Endgame, they have, you know, she has kind of this scantily clad costume. I like the But way then when they that. do WandaVision and she becomes whatever her Scarlet Witch. character, the Scarlet Witch is, her costume is very modest. And it's totally by she looks, It looks, it's great. It's a great costume, though. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. I mean, she could be. <laughs> <laughs> So back to the movie. So back to the movie. Cap and the Cap shows plus up. players. Yes, Cap they, shows up. They make it happen. And a great moment is when Cap helps Vision up, and, and Vision goes, "Thank you, Captain." Gosh. And they put him straight back on the ship, and and you know they're all kind of reprimanding him, saying like, "What the hell happened? Like you you were supposed to like take notes and let us know where you were." Mm-hmm. Cap, where do we go? And Cap looks at him and says, "Home. We're going home." Mm. That goes straight into. 
the third infinity stone which is the reality stone in nowhere yes so the guardians show up what happens guardians fly in everything looks normal everything looks fine and it's funny because in the in the previous thing they're like where is it what well, you know where it's at and it's like it's with the collector which if you know in the which movie was it because it's in the dark world it, and that's at the end the mm-hmm. post credit scene and you they, know, they take he's in guardians the collector's in guardians yes i was gonna and say he's with his little rubber duck but in, 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 in del toro shout out which he has a little bit of a he throws some heat the, the very five minutes he's in this movie but in the guardians you get a very different collector in the sense of like who, would, who the hell would trust this guy? This guy's a manipulative, he's he's a power hungry, and they're like, when Thor first tell them, tells them, they're like, you hit it with him? And he's like, I know, ingenious, right? Go back to Thor's kind of a, an Only idiot. an idiot or a genius. Yeah. yeah. So they roll in, and when as first when they walk in, and if I miss any part, uh, correct me, but as they walk in, you hear Thanos interrogating the collector essentially saying where is it tell me where the reality stone is yada yada and then you get some of the phenomenal guardians banter as star lord peter quill is trying to game plan with right. his team and he's like go right you go right you, you go right because they're trying to sneak up on thanos yeah. obviously you go left obviously no one listens to him and he's just like just looks around and goes am i kind of pointless right now right and mm-hmm. from there that's kind of why i think you're star lord in, in yeah. that as a pointless character you just you give so much advice to people, and everyone just knows to do the opposite. Guys, can we do that argument off off pod? You're just like hurting Will's I, feelings. I think Pat, I think Pat's just trying to you know tear down my reputation to the world. Sorry, I'm still thinking about Wanda. <laughs> Peter puts it. up a plan. No one listens to him, and frankly, Gamora just goes off on her own and kills Thanos. In that moment, yes, like she like pulls out a pulls out her dagger. Thanos catches it, it breaks. She slices his throat, and this goes back to why I think Thanos is an OG. He is a gangster. She it, starts crying. She's crying like, "Damn, I can't believe I just killed my dad." Daddy. Gosh, like it was the right thing to do, but dang it! And next thing you know, he says, "Is that sadness?" Oh, I feel in your Golly, he played her just to see her cry and be like, "Yeah, you do love me, girl." Gosh. <laughs> so what? What happened? So as so as she's sitting there looking at her, her dead father, who she just killed, Thanos, the bad guy, suddenly like red starts coming across the scene, and you realize Thanos has actually had the stone the whole time, mm-hmm. changed the reality of what nowhere was supposed to look like. In all actuality, him and his whole team had already been there, destroyed yep. everything, and Thanos just walks up to his daughter and is like, "Yo, I knew you had feelings." In my heart, I've always known. Gosh. Now reality is whatever. <laughs> What a gangster move by Thanos, dude. That's incredible. So how many stones is that? That is, he now has three stones. Um, and the important part is that we didn't talk about earlier. There's a scene right before this where Gamora looks at Peter Quill, yep. Star-Lord, and, and if you didn't know, they're dating. They kind of have a thing. And Peter Quill, I obviously... I believe we haven't touched on Zoe's uh, yet. I mean, Gamora also... <laughs> later, later, later. You we'll know what? No, right now. Let's right talk now. about it. Hey, get it let's out, Let's do Pat. some Zoe right now, Patrick. Get it out of your freaking system, and let's go back to PG. The best, the best, green like my eight. true love in all of movies, <laughs> Natiri and Avatar. Unbelievable. Oh, when they, when, when, when they, they, when they, 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 they made air? before Awa, oh, we oh meet, you are like a baby, <laughs> don't know what to do. Can we edit this part? No, we're going to leave this in. But But long story short, she's like, hey, kill me. If I need you to know, I can't tell you why, 
but you if when I tell you the opportunity, you need to kill me. Can you do that? And she makes Chris Pratt, she makes Star Lord promise. She was she was on fire. And like that is a Zoe Zaldana like appreciation moment. She has her handprints in Hollywood as a blue person from Avatar and a green person. She's hot from the both. MCU. She's great at both, dude. Yeah, she um, also plays a strong role in the terminal. <laughs> um, this is also really good humor. Really good humor. Because this is also the scene where, like, then they kiss and, like, oh, finally the Guardians have a serious scene. Oh, dude. And they hear the Zord in that country. And they look back and they're like, Drax? Like, How long have you been here? An hour. I imagine the art of standing perfectly still. An hour? <laughs> and I am so still. That I become imperceptible <laughs> to the eye. Hey, Drax. <laughs> hey, Drax. Damn it. <laughs> Dave Batista slays that role, by the way. He does. He does, really does the whole time. So that, but that's very good content. No, I will. I'll give you that. That was a Thank great you. breakdown of the way that Thanos got stone mm-hmm. number three out of six. Yeah. And the big thing out of this was whenever, whenever Thor was talking about the Soul Stone, he was like. No one knows where the soul the soul stone is, and the camera goes to Gamora, who gives like a very worried face, and you're like, "What? What is that about?" And at the end of the scene of the real the reality stone that we just talked about, Gamora gets kidnapped by Thanos. Yep. Thanos looks at Peter, and he goes, "Ah, like the boyfriend, it. the boyfriend," <laughs> and he goes. I'd like to consider myself a long, a long term Titan killing booty call. Let her go. <laughs> and because Thanos has three of the stones already, out of six, he looks at Gamora and points his gun at her, points the gun, pulls the trigger, and out of the gun comes bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's it's a reinforcement of how powerful Thanos already is. He's not true. Thanos, Thanos is in complete control, and he looks at Peter Quill and he goes, I like him. And he kidnaps. Gone. Yeah. He kidnaps Gone. Gamora. So he took Than- down Drax and Mantis the exact same way. Exactly. He's reality stone. And so he, he has Gamora on his ship. Where does it go next to the movie? I don't even know. I'm trying to remember. I'm because as he backs out into his portal, it, what's really cool about I, this movie is that we bounce all around, and it's hard to keep track of. But the next, he takes Gamora to his ship, and the next scene is he brings Gamora to his throne and said, "I hope that you would sit here one day." And she goes, "I hate that chair." And he goes, "Well, you've never failed me before." Mm-hmm. I wanted you to find the soul stone, the soul stone. And she goes, I'm sorry that I failed you. Right. And he goes, I'm disappointed. Not that you, not, not that you you didn't find it, but because you lied and you're so bad at it. Yes. So the big reveal, Gamora knows where the soul stone is. Yes. She knows what planets it on. Thanos knows that she knows. Why would, that's why he had to. So why would, why would she ever tell him? Well, that's, she well, look, she didn't tell him, right? right. She, she goes. We only find out that Thanos knows that she knows, yes. right? Because we go in, we see that he's been holding Nebula prisoner, which is her introduced to Thanos' sister. No. Sorry, Gamora's sister, 
Nebula tried to sneak onto his plane to kill him. And he had, because she's a machine, he's able to access all of her thoughts. So they're going in this back and forth where she's saying, Thanos, I don't know where it is. And he's torturing Nebula right there. And he says, I don't even know what he says, but he's able to go into Nebula's thoughts. And he gets to see the exchange where Gamora is telling Nebula, he's never going to get all six stones. I found the map to the soul stone and Mm -hmm. I burned it. Yeah. Is there any theories or anything out there on like how she found that map? Do we know anything about that? No, I, I, it's never been spoken. Surely there's like a storyline that could come from that one day. And that and I think that just comes with there's so much information in this movie. There's so much going yeah. on. Like you can't like have a backstory and a something for everything. I mean, it just has to kind of come out of mm-hmm. you know some things are just like has to be like just plain and said like okay this happens she knows. Let's move on. But, but yeah. there's, there's a, I don't like this part because, well, and Gamora has always been a hard ass through all the movies, but Gamora shows her big weakness because all it takes, you know, we see Thanos give up Gamora to get the Soul Stone. What we don't see is, the skipping, yeah, sorry. But what we don't see <laughs> is, <laughs> hey, listen, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Infinity War, you're three years then, too late. Yeah, get out of here, okay? But, what we don't see is like Gamora is not willing to give up Nebula to protect the secret of where it is. He's yeah. going to kill Nebula unless Gamora tells Thanos Weak move where the soul move, soul stone is located, and she caves. Yes, very quickly. Which it's funny because Nebula's always been jealous of her sister because Gamora is the favorite. Nebula kind of low key hates her sister, yep. and but they're but, still but, sister. Yeah, and Gamora's like, yo, like we've been through this together, and in that, I think it happens in between. It might happen later on. But it also shows the backstory of how Gamora became Thanos' adopted daughter. I think that's a little bit longer on. So, hey, sometimes I like to skip ahead. Okay, don't get mad at me, Blake, all right? We're getting Uh, looks from the facility. Yeah, the moderator's getting mad at us. I think that we we had kind of skipped over that scene, but she had already gotten that that little little knife thing, the perfectly balanced knife, which she tried to stab him with out of nowhere. Or the right. Here you try. Yeah, that, but, that's what predates the yeah. cool. But thing. the important thing here is Thanos uses Gamora's sister as complete leverage to say, Where is this yes. stone? And she finally caves and she says, Boromir. It's in Boromir. And he just looks at her and he says, Show me. Yeah. And it goes straight into Boromir. They go up this mountain where this is the only stone that we don't know about from the MCU. The first 21 movies have not told us where this stone is coming from. And, yeah. the, per- and the person that is showing us where this stone is going to be is Red Skull. The person that wants power more than anyone that we have been introduced to in the first 21 movies is Red Skull. Mm-hmm. Who can only... His curse was escorting people to power when he can never find it Mm -hmm. unbelievable and what is the curse well it's the fact that you have to in order to in order to get the stone you have to give up what i think the words he uses is that which you love love. yes right and that's what's crazy is because red school is there by himself there is nothing that he loves there is nothing for him to give up to get the stone and at this moment in time First of all, just quick shout out to Hugo Weaving. What a legend, Elron. I mean, actually, I wanted I wanted to sit on this. Hugo Weaving. 
I mean, remember, remember the 5th of November. He has played some legendary characters. Lord of the Rings. Matrix. Mr. Anderson. V for Vendetta. Inevitability. Mr. Anderson. And it's funny, I went up and looked up his career, like... If he's like in those hot movies for like in a, for American cinema, like The Matrix, Lord of the Rings, like you said. But if I'm like, what else has he been in? If he's not like in like these heavy hitter franchises, he's just back in Australia doing his thing, doing movies. I don't know if you've ever. Dude, v. He's I, yes, v. I, but I'm, I'm, I said these big franchise, these big franchises. Besides, I guess V is also part of the DC Comics. If you want to get technical, but he kind of just comes in, plays ball, throws a. He's a closer. Yeah, I wonder if he got typecasted because he was just too like everyone recognizes him as Mr. Smith or mm-hmm. V. They will remember the King of Gondor. <sighs> Golly, dude. And don't forget, El- I mean, Elrond might be. Yeah, he's a high elf for sure. Anyways, Axel Ridge. <laughs> but he. Give me some Mel Gibson in this, come on. This is a really interesting moment because as soon as he says you have to give up that which you love, we see this like human part of Thanos come out because right. Gamora starts laughing her ass off. She's like, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He turns and he's crying and she says, tears. Really? Mm-hmm. And Hugo walks in as Rezkul and he goes, the tears are not for him. Yeah, she yeah, thinks that he... Yeah, go for it. Gamora just basically thinks that he lost at that point because he never loved anything. But he is crying solely because of he is about to lose that which he loves, which is Gamora. Just grabs her by the hand very, very easily, might add. He just grabs her and just tosses her right off that Kills ledge. her. Kills which goes back to what you said earlier, Brandon, about the great thing about Thanos is like... There is, like, some human depth there. At the end of the end, you're like, okay, this dude, like, I mean, he does have some feelings. He does have some emotions because there's, it's like you have moments of, like, okay, the dude's just a badass who just does what he wants and no one can stop him. Torturing his own dog. Yeah, like, come on, bro. That's not cool. And then then he has the moment where he's like, oh, okay, I actually had, like, a a kid I raised who I cared about and wanted to be, like, my successor. You know, I think Thanos and... uh, if you watch Succession, Logan Roy might have some very similar uh, taste. I don't know. I don't know. Logan Roy doesn't like his kids either, but at the same time, he wants them to be successful. Thanos, same thing, but he does kill his daughter, tosses her. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's a death. Usually in these types of movies, anytime a character dies, um, it's a just a big moment where all the other characters are around them and you're seeing sure. it and it's passionate. This is like... It's just Thanos, Gamora, and Red Skull. Right. Right. So yeah. her dying is weird because, like, you as the audience, you're you're one of four people who knows that Gamora is dead. Yes. Every other character is living in this world where Gamora is still alive. Yes. And it, it just kind of it happens so quickly. Again, it's like Loki dying. Like you're just like, wow, yeah. we are getting rid of like huge characters sure. in seemingly dispassionate ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like this monumentous like they built it up. It was just like yeah. just like that. She's gone. She's gone. And, and what's, Soulstone. what's crazy about the scene is there's so much that's going on at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. All of it is happening. I think we may have glossed over but Thor is off doing his thing. The Avengers are back in Wakanda at this point. It's yeah. So much is happening. Thor right is the most powerful Avenger. Yes, but his dependence in his brain is getting his hammer back, right? Right. So that is happening in Nebula era that we are going to hit on in a second, right? He needs that hammer. Mm -hmm. But we're going straight to Wakanda. What is going on in Wakanda and what is going on with Vision? Vision, they're trying to figure out a way to get this stone... 
out of vision's skull essentially vision has come to the vision and all his genius has realized that he does think it's possible to destroy the Mind Stone, which is a huge but he didn't, discovery. But he didn't know how until they showed up at Wakanda. He was both pre- him he, and Hulk. He was prepared to sacrifice himself, mm-hmm. and he said, "We Let's don't trade. Go. We don't yep. trade lives, Captain." And, Captain and he goes, "But we should." Yep. Gosh. Yep. But he did. So he discovered that that uh, Wanda had the power to destroy it but it w- at that moment it would include destroying vision himself. exactly so then they decide let's go to wakanda mm-hmm. try to figure this out or just get to our home base which try to start figuring which no one out. really knows about like the wakanda is like kind of this advanced society like yeah. science, scientifically generations ahead yeah of everything else that they know about. yeah right. and we just know that cat dropped bucky off after the end of Civil War, yeah. so Bucky could have a little bit of rehabilitation. And going back to therapy. Patrick's point, the Russo brothers did so great about putting on their directoral hat of right. who made the movie. And, you know, whenever, whenever Vision says, we don't trade lives and one life should not... I actually have it here. I, he said, Thanos threatens half the universe. One life cannot stand in the way of defeating it. And Cap goes, but it should. We don't trade lives, Vision. And Which Cap is just so wrong right there. Yeah, dude, I do. So I agree. You're, you know so You're on to something there. You know what? You're on to something there. It could have been done. Golly, that's but where you become. Vision's not technically a human. <laughs> but Bruce Banner does point out a big point, which is like, Vision isn't just the Mind Stone. He says, you know, so it's a complex construct of overlays you've got ultron you've got tony you've got jarvis you've got jarvis you've got the mind stone he's all these things and maybe the best parts of him are not entwined with your mind stone so instead of just blowing up vision with the mind stone in his forehead is there anywhere that we could get the mind stone out of you and still be like vision you could still be vision Mm-hmm. And gosh, Cap says, "I do know a place," and it goes into this, into this, yes, yeah. into this Black Panther music. Yeah. And Wakanda is so many light years ahead of us that you hear it and you think there could be hope to save Vision, kill the stone, and that could just be it. Sure. Yeah. It's like there's like where can we go from here? Obviously, if you've seen Black Panther, you know that. Vibranium. Like, vibranium and the fact that, that you know, the Cap does that the, uh, T'Challa, is that how you say his name? King T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah. His sister is technically, the, I think, the smartest person on the planet. Mm-hmm. And that's where their kind of the thought is. And you see how Sam Wilson, the Falcon's flying, and Cap's like, yeah, keep going. And he's like, dude, are you sure we're going to have a quicker landing than yeah. you think? As yeah. they have the Wakandan uh, shield that shows just jungle and forest, you know, normal Africa. And then yeah, through the forest and it's suddenly this like incredible like mm-hmm. Atlantis <laughs> I don't know if that, I don't know if Atlantis is the best phrase but hey come on you know Atlantis with freaking space cars Maybe. who bows who bows when he's like should we bow and he's like yeah, yeah. Tell like we don't yeah. do that <laughs> he's a king yeah of course no, you bow so at the end of the day how many stones does Thanos have he's got three still Four, no, four. I apologize. Because the soul stone's, stone's happened. Four. The soul stone yeah. has gotten uh, been taken. Um, 
we also have to remember that what's going on on the other side of the world right now is the time stone. We are right there in the spaceship with my boy, alien Magneto, who's torturing Stephen Strange with some weird contraption. He's got some... Di- he's I said weird contraption. It's his mind because the dude controls everything. And he's got some... Uh, were they like diamond needles. spikes yeah. that yeah. he's putting into and out to? Of- they were meant for surgery. <sighs> but to a, to your point, Iron Man does not know yet that Spider-Man is on the ship. And he's about to blow up some enemy behind him. And it's Doctor Strange's code. Oh. And he goes, you are one loyal piece of battle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Spider-Man comes in and he goes, speaking of loyalty, I'm here. That's why I'm That's here. Why I'm here. <laughs> really, it's your fault. You can't be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood. And Tony goes, all right. really makes sense. And, t- and Tony's pissed because there is, just like Will, you look for Patrick's affirmation. Like, there's a way for, you know, for Spider-Man to look at Tony and be like, I need you to want me to be here, even if you don't need me to be here. I've asked Pat that many a time. No, totally. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. I, you know, to a different note, like, Will, I just would, you're your own person. And, sure. Uh, and you're enough. Thank you. I All appreciate right. that. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. So, so yeah. Tony just says, like, screw it. All right. All right. Hey. How do we this is the situation. Doctor, what's, what's your Doctor plan? Dr. Strange is down there. Yeah. What's your plan? And, yeah. Fi- and finally, you know. If he goes, they're like trying to plan it because obviously know that Alien Magneto stronger than all of them. They're also on Alien Magneto's territory. And, and I'm, I'm about to be really excited for this reference of Alien Magneto. <laughs> Alien Magneto. Magneto to be over. And <laughs> hey, you got to chill, man. Sorry. And uh, which is funny because he looks at yeah, Tony Stark. He's like, "What do we do?" And then Peter just goes, "Wait, have you ever seen this old movie called?" Aliens? And he's this just really old movie called Alien? Tony, you could just see Tony's disgust of like, James Cameron, are you being serious right now? They go straight into it, and Tony goes down there, and, and he goes, your powers are insequential compared to mine. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony goes, yeah. Yeah, but the kids see more movies. <laughs> Tony takes out Maul just like that. Takes out Maul, blows up the side of the ship, yep. and that's it. So yep. we've got... In, oh, but that's also the first time that we see the, uh, what, what would you call those, spider, the spider legs come out from Spider-Man? What are those? Yeah. Also, an incredible moment. True. With that scene. With True. The, with that suit. True. Uh, just, just a really It's sad moment. how easy it was to kill Ma. Yeah. He's I, very powerful. Ma's a very powerful, powerful Avenger. I don't know. He'd be up there. There's no doubt about it. But he, yeah, they took him out pretty quick. Which, we've got some contention. It was kind of a cheat code that they took him out, though. They like it's like how do like we can't if they have fought this guy head on like this might be like we're gonna make the movie another twenty to thirty minutes. So let's kind of just make well, the, it easy. The kids see more movies. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. I'm, me, I have seen a lot of movies. <laughs> if we're going back to uh, to our references, references, I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of being smart and cheating the game a little bit. So then they have to devise a plan. It's Tony. It's Doctor Strange. It's a great line, which is. He's like, who? They're t- <laughs> Dr. Strange is talking about Spider-Man to Tony, and he's like, who is this? Is this your ward? <laughs> no. I'm Peter Parker. Dr. Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> That's this beautiful little humor. Well, then right? they, they make the decision of, is it smarter to fight Thanos, who they still have not met yet, mm-hmm. on their turf, 
or his turf. Yeah. And they decide, you know what? I want the element of surprise. Yeah. We're going to his turf. We're taking this donut spaceship all the way to Titan. We're going to land it. We're going to fight him there. Yeah, which again is just... You don't stake. You don't like that idea? No, I mean, they're... they're what would you rather do? Take it again, back to Earth? the whole point of this is that they're deciding in that moment that Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man are going to take on Thanos head on. We've already established that they couldn't even beat Ma. And they don't know that they're going to run into the Guardians there yet. So I think, I, I like where Tony's head was at. Tony was thinking of Pepper. That's all he was thinking about, was like, I'm going to protect Pepper. I don't want her to get hurt. And Doctor Strange, who's already said, I've got to protect the time stone above all costs. I'll let you all die if it comes yeah. to it. Which is um, fair enough. But he agrees with them. Wait, say that again. He says, I've got to protect the time stone at all costs. If it's between saving you two or the time stone, um... He's going to choose the time stuff. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. It's not I even will, I will let you all die. I will let you all die. And that... Is but, that actually what he says? Yep, he says, yeah. I will let you die? Yeah. That's dark. But it's just like commitment to the cause, dude. I love it. That may come back later. That's yeah, and, and it's a very important foreshadowing. But at the end of the day, Tony makes a good point, which is element of surprise. we got to take this fight to him. Sure. So that scene goes straight back to Wakanda, where you have, you know, Cap. Every every other Avenger that we know of in Wakanda, and that's whenever, um, gosh, T'Challa's younger T'Challa's yeah. What's her, I can't remember what her name was. I don't. I, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah, she, without she's a doubt. And then they they pull the beads and they say something just entered the atmosphere. Yeah, and everything starts pouring rain of all of Thanos's army right on uh, Wakanda. Yep. And the first one that comes through explodes on the force field. Yeah. And, and, and Bucky goes, moment. God, I love this place. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, great but I, at any rate, you know that Thanos' army is there mm -hmm. to get the Mind Stone. Yep. Right? Or the Time Stone. At the, or, no, yes. Yeah, the Mind Stone. No, because yeah. there's, there's only two left. There's, yep. He has four. Yep. They need the Mind Stone, the Time Stone. And an important part about this is they also have vision on the operating table. And they said, T'Challa's younger sister, who we have once again pushed on her name, she <laughs> says, well, what have you all thought of? Bruce Banner is also known in this, in this world as a genius. Yeah. And it's just like, we thought of this, this, and this. And she's like, wait, why didn't you just reprogram it to on do a a synopsis of this? Yeah. And, he's just, and he's like, because we didn't, we didn't think, think of that. <laughs> and you get this hope that... The Mind Stone can't be taken out of Vision. So as Thanos' army is coming down, they're like, wait, we have a chance to save Vision, destroy the stone, and stop this all from happening. We have to make a final little stand right now. Mm -hmm. We'll give you time. There are two trillion circuits going through this, mm -hmm. and one of them is going to mess it up. I need time, and I need you to defend whatever army is about to attack us. And that's where we stand in Wakanda. Yeah, and they have to... Wanda has to stay with Vision so that she can destroy the mind stone. As soon as it. So again, you have Wakanda, they're getting ready for war, but Vision and Wanda, who are obviously two of the most powerful ones, are again going to be sidelined because they have to yeah. stay in the operating room, which is very frustrating. But it it is, it's continually handy. Yeah. So then, then we have essentially everyone on Thanos' team, minus Thanos, yes. is in Wakanda ready to get the mind stone. Then we're back on Titan. 
And on Titan, we have Doctor Strange, Tony, Spider-Man. They've just gotten there. They're trying yeah. to... And the Guardians. And the Guardians had interacted. The Guardians just got there. With but, Tony and the rest but of the But team. we don't know that yet. Thanos shows up expecting to see the Maw with the Time, sh- uh, the time Stone. And he shows up, and it's Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange. So uh, he says... You look like a Thanos. Mm-hmm. And it's like... And he goes, I take it the Maw's dead... And it goes straight into. Well, be- be- before they before they fought each other, there was this scene where the Guardians and Tony and them meet on Titan, right? Because they meet True. up with Thanos in, the, in that ship. And this yes. is important. Yeah, yeah they, they all fight each other. They meet. They're coming up with a plan. But what's important about them meeting on Titan is that Doctor Strange. They look over, and Doctor Strange is going through all these different iterations. And they're like not sure what's happening. And he comes back out and he says, "Okay, I've, I've been through fourteen million six hundred thousand five five thousand. Yeah, fourteen million six hundred and five. Yeah, it, uh, iterations of the future to yeah. see what's going to happen. And he goes, and how many of those do we win? He says one, just one. And what, everything changes after that. What master do you serve? Talking about Jesus? <laughs> These guys are from Earth. I'm from Missouri. Yeah, that's on Earth. And yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know why the two of you are you know aren't watching this but uh <laughs> but yes like to patrick's point there are 14 million 605 ways that they're going to lose this war one of them has the avengers winning so dr strange when the future knows how that's going to happen thanos shows up dr strange says um oh yeah you're much more of a Thanos. And Thanos breaks down his plan to Doctor Strange, and he's like, the the strongest choices require the strongest wills. Yeah, yeah, the hardest, yeah. The hardest choices. We get to see a little bit of Thanos' background with Titan and what happened to Titan kind of develops a little bit of that kind of emotional depth with, with Thanos. Uh, And then they just start getting after it. Doctor Strange stands up, and, and he, says, he says, you'll find our will equal to yours. And he says, our? Yeah. And immediately looks up and sees Iron Man dropping a spaceship. On it. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so and Iron Man says to Quill, like, see, piece of cake, Quill. And uh, he said, yeah, if your goal is to piss him off. <laughs> and then, it, you know, Quill was right in that. In, uh, well, but, that's, but that was their best shot. Like, didn't you see the, this is probably the only point in the movie where you truly have hope is when you've got the Guardians on one side who are the most familiar with Thanos' yes. universe, and then you have arguably the best collection, the best subset of Avengers that are combined in this movie, which is Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man. Because even, like, Doctor Strange shows some chops oh, dude, in this whole scene where, it's like, it, there's different points when it's just him versus Thanos, and it's mm-hmm. the best shot that any individual person mm-hmm. has seemed to have against Thanos. But this, this plan goes perfectly. They actually, it ends with... Um, Doctor Strange creates a space portal type thing and drops Mantis onto his shoulder. Spider-Man has one arm. Mm-hmm. Iron Man has the other arm. They've kept him from accessing the gauntlet. Drax is just Drax is on the leg. Yeah. And everything seems to be going according to plan. Mantis puts him to sleep and suddenly it's like this is their moment. They're going to get the gauntlet off of his hand. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they found a way to tie up this movie. And then she starts talking about what's going on in his head, how much pain there is, how much he's sadness. In 
in the worst part of the whole freaking Marvel Cinematic Universe happens to my guy, Star-Lord. Yeah, Star-Lord comes popping in and he goes, she says, he's in mourning. And Drax goes, what does this monster have to be mourning about? And why is Nebula there? He, she goes, Gamora. He came back and she didn't. Mm-hmm. And then Thanos says, my Gamora. And that's when Peter Quill's like, yep. yo, that's my girl. That's my girl, that's my right? Girl. Like, I'd be the same way, obviously. But uh, <laughs> you do that for your girl. Yeah, I do that for my girl. You yeah, dated a girl back in high school, right? Yeah, it was about a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. um, and suddenly, as, as Thanos is asleep, is sleeping, and they're about to pull this gauntlet off, and Spider-Man has yep. the gauntlet, Peter Quill, in all his rage, takes his freaking... His little, his, uh, his laser gun. And just start, I don't know what his thought is. He like, goes, I'm just going to beat it. He goes, you didn't have to. And he goes, I had to. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, you no, didn't. didn't. No, you and he just starts beating his face in. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know kind of what the, Not how, 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 shoulders. how productive this is. Wakes up Thanos. He goes, at, like, literally the gauntlet is coming off his hand. He grabs it with his fingertips, puts it back on, and immediately just goes to town. Rock and roll. Yeah. I think he pulls an asteroid. Uh, the moon, he breaks the moon out of the yeah. sky and starts bringing it One down. One of the coolest scenes. Yeah, that, that, that visually, awesome. that's incredible. That We've awesome. got to give Nebula credit because it was Nebula on Thanos' ship who contacted the Guardians via Mantis and said, go to Titan. That's where you need to go. So if it wasn't for her, they wouldn't have even been in this situation where they True. had the chance. True. But all the same... Peter Quill sh- shows some self-control. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's something you could work on, too. Sure. Fair just enough. A some bit of self-control. Some self-discipline. Just lock it up. Yeah. You know? Patience. Because, like, we had it. Lock we had it. victory there. Lock yeah. it in. Lock it up. Lock yeah. it but anyway, we probably should give a little bit of time to Nebulia. Yeah. Was, oh. This is also going on. I mean, there's... While it's all happening, I mean, moderator, you take me to where you want to take me right now. This is when it happens. So, the... B-rated Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. We've got the uh, the Guardians with Tony, with Peter, are that close to taking off the gauntlet and finishing it. They don't. Thanos wakes up and absolutely kicks ass for five seconds, and you're just like, all right, well, that's screwed. Yeah, push. It goes straight into Nebulator, right? And that's where Thor who has already been defeated by Thanos at the beginning of the movie, thinks that he needs some weapon to defeat Thanos. And the planet that has that weapon Mm -hmm. is in Nebulir. And so he shows up, but Nebulir makes all weapons by using the heart of the dying star. Mm Mm-hmm. The dwarves. Let's take it that the dwarves. And the dwarves. The, like, 12-foot dwarves. Yeah, like the 15-foot-high dwarves. I love the irony. (laughs) Put all these weapons together. You knew Peter Dinklage was going to make his way. Oh, my gosh. One way or another. (laughs) Got to get another Peter in. And when Thor gets there, he finds out two big things. One, the star is dead. And two, the dwarves are also all dead except for the, what? Peter Dinklage. Except for the main dwarf, who Thanos said, your hand, uh, your your life is your own. Your hands and everything else belongs to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got his hands put into, like, what, tar that have just yeah. 
locked up and Thor's is kind of like, hey, I need a weapon, dude. And he's like, well, we have to get this star running. Mm-hmm. And so Thor being Thor just essentially like is like, all right, we can do this. Yeah. And Rocket's just kind of like, dude. All you have is a rope and the ship, and that's it. He was there. He was there for a hammer, and what? You know, they they actually get a great breakdown in this scene about what is available to him. Mm-hmm. There was a mold for a weapon that was going to be able to destroy everything, right? Yeah. And legend says that it could, it, it could even call the Bifrost. Oh yeah, the oh, Bifrost. That's yeah. how he gets to. Says, what do you want to call it? Stormbreaker. And Rocket goes, that's a bit much. <laughs> wow. So what does Thor have to do to be able to... Um, it's just, it's pretty simple. You just got to turn on a he's, star. He has to reignite the star, which is not a big deal. Someone just turn on not a, a big star. Not, not an issue. And they, so they, Thor does his little thing. We kind of have to, and he whips the pot around with Rocket in it. The ship goes on overdrive. Thor gets, holds onto the ship, puts his feet in the ground to essentially, it was like frozen up, I guess, and uh, he has to manually power this star back up Mm -hmm. to ignite this machine to make a weapon that can kill Thanos. Yes, Mm -hmm. and they get it going. He he, he essentially breaks the the frozen cylinder. The star keeps going, and suddenly um, it opens up, and as it's opening up, and Peter Dinklage is all hype. He's like, okay, we can do this because he's obviously feeling a little bit uh, shameful because he made the Infinity Gauntlet for Thanos. And now he's trying to essentially make up for that. So so Thor has to hold open the star in order to make sure that the heat from the star actually can like melt the metal so Peter Dinklage can make the freaking weapon. <laughs> Peter and, is. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you say, and I'll say Thor's part. We'll go back and forth. He goes, don't you understand... This will kill you. Not if I die first. <laughs> That's Only what killing you means. <laughs> I mean, Thor has just once again revitalized career, dude. The last two movies, this is my favorite Avenger after those two. But I digress. He ends up going, holds open the star, holds it open long enough to where it melts the thing. And Thor is, he's taking it. I mean, we see those biceps just pop out. He is taking it. it. Was Best bicep moments are Thor holding that. There are two. Cap holding the holding helicopter. The helicopter. <laughs> oh man! And then maybe, gosh, maybe Tony just with his uh, his pounding in the cave. I don't know. That's more of a tricep. <laughs> but but while we don't know what's going on with Thor, it goes straight back to Wakanda, where they know that they have to make a stand to defend Vision. And they go right next to their what? The force the field. The force field. And do your typical meetup prior to exactly. the fight. And, and this off. is the one time that they have an army versus an army. And mm-hmm. Thanos' army is about to try to get into Wakanda, right? Mm-hmm. If the whole movie is a war, then this is the battle. Like, this is Gondor. This, this, is, is, this, is, this is the gates of. Mordor, I mean, this is Helm's Deep. This is Helm's Deep. This is Helm's Helm's effing Deep, deep, bro. Yeah. And uh, I love where, as we mentioned earlier, uh, whenever they're in the train station and Sis's bro, alien Sis's (laughs) alien bro got stabbed and it's like, yo, is this guy hurt? Is he alive? And they go up to the thing and she's like, was it, I think it was Natasha, it was uh, Scarlet saying, looks like you're down one. And she goes, you will pay with your life. 
and essentially it's like, oh, he's dead. He didn't make it. And uh, so here's what we got. We've got a full army on, you know, it goes back to T'Challa, Black Panther, and he says, you have my border tribe, my Kingsguard, you have M'Baku, and by the way, and he turns and he looks at Captain America and he goes, get this man a shield. Oh. And the music drops and they just form their army right in front of the force field. And it's Bruce Banner, who can't turn into Hulk still. And he's in uh, Veronica from the, uh, a couple of movies ago where it's Iron Man in just like a Hulk suit. Just in case, you know, just in case Hulk goes out of control, there's an Iron Man suit to like take care of him. Bruce is in that suit. You got, um, you know, Mbaku, you got the Kingsguard, you have all these Wakandans ready to line up and kick some ass. You've got um, the Winter Soldier, you got, right, Bucky, Falcon's there, Falcon, you got Iron Patriot. Iron Patriot. Yeah, we haven't referred to yet, but Don so, not so we'll, we'll call it, we'll call it four, <laughs> four fifths of um, the Avengers are ready to defend this section of the force field. And in the negotiations, quote-unquote, like what you were saying, Will, they really piss the bad guys off. Right, right. And she just says, we have blood to spare, which was an incredible line, an absolutely incredible line. And then the camera angle goes to the actual spaceship, and it shows, like, these aren't, like, soldiers. These are creatures. (laughs) These are animals. (laughs) And they freaking open up the thing, and they just, it's... I mean, thousands upon thousands mm-hmm. freaking going towards this force field, mm-hmm. like trying to throw themselves into it to break it, and they're just killing them, and they're all like, yo, they're just... Yeah, well, no, what happens on the force well, field? Yeah, so the force field, some of them are breaking through, but it's not meaningful, and so they right. actually start going around the force field to the other side. Mm-hmm. And this changes everything from a strategy standpoint, because they're like, oh... They're going to get to the other side of Wakanda, and if any of them get through there, Force there's group. no one to guard There's it. no one between them and Vision, right. which is what they're defending. Yeah, right. so Black Panther like makes his King T'Challa decision. Okay, we've got we've to open up the force field right in front of us to bring them all in here. Yes. And as soon as they do that, he says, all right. Open section 17. <laughs> yeah. That's your black pants. Section 17. Sean Connery. Money, Penny. <laughs> 17. <laughs> so he, and then that's when the attack starts. Right. You've got them. You've got, you've got and Thanos' that's people. The battle that's when it happens. It's Wakanda forever. Yep. Black Panther puts on his helmet and he tells all of his people to charge yep. against every single alien monster, mm-hmm. thousands of them that are coming at them at the same time. And there's an army coming at those aliens to defend Vision. Yeah, leading the army. And you've got just from the pack, you've got Black Panther and Cap side by side, stride for stride. About twenty yards Out, ahead of the rest of outrunning the entire um, army. That that was another yeah, goosebump. They probably run a three six forty. Probably unbelievable at, at a minimum. And the fight goes, the fight goes berserk. The fight's incredible. Uh, you've got it eventually it turns into those little alien creatures starting to take their toll, and they Absol- start to, they start to yeah, win. Well, the numbers just start to overwhelm. Yeah. And what's going on? We go back to Ninavir where. Whatever it's called. Ninavir, Ninavir, Narnia. We'll call it Narnia. Narnia. All right. Golly, Aslan comes into play. No. So freaking Thor looks out for the count because 
that's what killing you is. Essentially, the star kills him as he as he's floating back into like the area, yeah. and Peter Dinklage is like. Where's the handle? We have to get him Stormbreaker. That's what's going to save him. Because essentially you just have two pieces of what looks like an axe at this time. And Teenage Groot. I mean, he's got the freaking... He finally, he's finally puts down his video game. Yep. Gosh. He puts down his video game. He reaches... It's similar to what he did in Guardians of the Galaxy when he kind of just went trump card on you and you realize Groot was remarkably powerful. Right. He does the same thing. He grabs the two pieces of this weapon that have been created and just grabs them and binds them with his roots, takes his other hand, makes a knife out of it, and cuts off his own arm to form the handle of Stormbreaker. To create Stormbreaker, which the most important part of Stormbreaker is not just that it's an axe, but that Stormbreaker can summon the Bifrost, and the Bifrost can take you wherever you want to go. So while we're back in Wakanda, and Cap and the entire Wakanda Wakanda army is getting their ass kicked, Thor, with Stormbreaker, about to die, finally finds it in his hand. Mm -hmm. And whenever what uh, Bruce Banner says, there's too many of them, and they all start screaming... You just see a beam of light smoke into the middle of oh the my into the middle of the bu- in the middle of the battle. Bruce and immediately goes, "Oh, you guys are so screwed!" <laughs> out of the beam of light is a, is a swirling stormbreaker yeah. who just starts cutting the heads off of every bad guy who is rocking the world of the Avengers. And as it is coming back to the beam of light, the beam of light stops. And it's Thor, and he catches Stormbreaker. With rabbit and with, tree with, side by side. With rabbit and tree. <laughs> and this is a Goosebumps moment. And that, this is a Goosebumps moment. That is moment. maybe yeah. the most powerful moment of the Did, entire the, movie. The biggest miss on this movie was not playing Immigrant, immigrant Song on his oh, own right there. That was the biggest and maybe the only miss of Doom, this movie. Doom, doom. Moderator, what's he say, though? When he looks pissed off, he's just, he, didn't re- oh. he hasn't even started. Oh. Oh, <laughs> he just starts yelling. Yeah. He starts running towards Bring me Thanos! Bring me Thanos! Every time I get chills. What was actually ad-libbed in the movie was he finally met up with Steve Rogers on the battlefield. And this was actually ad-libbed. He goes, I noticed you've coughed in my beard. <laughs> and he goes, new haircut? And he goes, this is my friend Tree. <laughs> scene was there's an army and Thor is the trump card yeah. to beat any army yeah. because of his power and it goes straight back into Titan. Well, as we'll, to Right before we do that, as Pat's been saying, we're starting to see the Avengers also on, on, on Titan and Wakanda as well, how we've been separated and handicapped and no one's been fighting together. Like Thor who hasn't been with the Avengers since Ultron. Dude's been off doing his own thing. Like we're starting to combine this like these guys are getting back together and we're seeing like once again there's hope like are like is this how is this movie gonna end and these guys are together and like they're starting to the tide is swaying yeah right well back to titan though and in last place we left titan thanos is bringing down the moon shit's going haywire we have the climax of the titan narrative which
which is that he's gotten everyone to a point where he's going to defeat them. And he has this moment where Tony Stark is there on the ground and Thanos is about to kill him. And a moment that we knew was going, that Doctor Strange was going to let happen, which he said, I'm not going to give him the stone, I will let you die. He changes course and he stops Thanos and he says, Thanos, I will give you the stone if you let him live. And he makes the trade. And so then Thanos is gone and, and those characters are left there and he saved Tony's life. And Tony's first thing is, what were you doing? Why did you give him the stone? Yeah. And Doctor Strange looks at him and says, we're in the end game oh, now. So great. Every time I watch that movie, tell me if y'all do the same thing. Every time I watch that, you know, he picks one star. You try to, I try star. to remember which star it is and I get it wrong every <laughs> freaking time. And, 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 and going right back to the uh, beginning of the movie with Hulk and everything, you're just like, I honestly think that Cap, I mean, Cap couldn't beat him. Hulk didn't beat him. I thought Hulk should have beat him. But Tony could just take him toe for two. I mean, Tony could do this. Whenever, you know, when Tony lands, mm-hmm. Thanos goes, Stark? Yeah. And he goes, you know me? And he goes... You're not the only one cursed with knowledge. Which is a really, that's a really cool interaction. It is a great interaction where, like, Tony has enough pedigree where Thanos knows this random earthling. They've got a Smith and Neo type. Yes, yes, It's a one-to-one ratio between uh, Thanos and Stark where he looks at Stark almost as an equal and he goes, Stark, you know me? And he says, you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. And mm-hmm. Tony, which I don't know if you've ever noticed this, his weapons are on the bottom left of his visual eye screen, and he looks down at his missiles from his back, and he goes, my only curse is you. And that's whenever, like, it, it's it's like an indicator of how he's able to control the weapons coming out of him mm-hmm. as he looks at mm-hmm. them. Uh, and they do this one-on-one battle, and he's got nanotechnology, uh, mm-hmm. and then, you know, frankly, Thanos kicks his ass. Yeah. And well, well, Iron Man really gives him his best. Like he takes it to his him, one-two punch. But, yeah. But all of that, and we have a great quote. All gives him a, that, a left a left cross. Mm-hmm. All of that for a drop of blood. And, and that was all he got out of Thanos. And Thanos smiles and while he, he chuckles. That. Yeah. And he just takes it to town. Yeah. He ends up stabbing him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's where we have that. Tony nanotech. finally gets his nanotech. Yep. Pulls out this spear sword thing out of his out of his arm and tries to tries to stab yep. Thanos. Thanos catches it, breaks it off, and stabs Tony. And I still remember in the theater at midnight the gasp mm-hmm. in my theater. Mm-hmm. Whenever Thanos stabs Tony and yep. puts his hand on Tony's head and said, "You have my respect, yep. start." Yeah. After I'm done, I hope they remember you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Jeez. reading before watching Infinity War that uh, RDG RDJ he did not renew his contract, so that this was his last movie. You don't know. And so the rumor he was that he been, was going to die. He could have. Yes. So I went into it. Yes. I watched it with friends, and I was like. My bet is, my hot take is that Iron Man dies. And they're like, no, 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 no way. And then that happens, and I'm just like, I'm so right. And it turns out I was wrong. But Unbelievable. I, that's okay. And like Patrick just said, like, he was ready to just dis- you know, disintegrate Tony. And mm-hmm. Doctor Strange says, stop. Yep. I'll give you the stone if you spare his life. 
and he gives it up and he gives Thanos stone number five. And Tony says, why would you do that? And Patrick just was like, we're in the end game now. Unbelievable. And that is, that is where deeply important to remember that Doctor Strange has been through 14 million iterations of how this could play out. And in that moment, made a decision to give Thanos the time stone. Very important nugget. That is where we leave Titan and go back to Wakanda where Thor is decimating the army. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Vision, that's whenever we see uh, Wanda comes down from protecting Vision and she starts to fight and she starts to hop in the battle. And then that's whenever Sis, Alien Sis, calls Alien Bro, who we thought was dead this whole time. Turns out he's not dead. He pops in there and tries to take the stone from Vision, captures Vision. We have a Vision problem. We have a Vision problem. Yeah, and they suddenly, because as the tide is turning on the field, which the whole point was to create a distraction, essentially, Wanda's gone. Vision gets taken to the random, to the forest to fight. And it's Vision versus Alien Bro Bro. And they're fighting, and once again, the dude just goes toe-to-toe with Vision. And when you think it's lost, y'all's boy, Steven, Steven Rogers, whatever you want to call him, Captain America, comes into play with, by the way, I'm a huge fan, I will say this, the the one shield comparably to the the fish shields, the duos, is double fish shields that can kind of go in and out with the with the spike things on the end. Those are sick. Yeah, Infinity War is peak Steve Rogers. Yeah, absolutely. That's he's cool, but like at the same time, still. Yeah, that's true. Hard to hard to beat. Gosh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. So, and as a reminder, I, as as a, go ahead. How many stones does Thanos have in this moment? Five. How many does he need? Six. And where's the sixth? Wakanda. With vision, so in the back of your mind, you're like, "Homeboys, OG's about to show up, and what's going to happen right now?" Let's like they already talked about earlier. Wanda has the ability to destroy the stone. Yeah, it's still in Vision's skull. He's Black Panther's da- uh, sister has been completely KO'd. She's knocked out, and Vision is now fighting Alien Bro Bro. And suddenly, Steve Rogers comes in. He helps even the fight. And then Vision gets knocked out, and as if you remember, Steve Rogers kind of gets taken to town. He was, Alien Burbo took it to him. Absolutely. He was about to kill him, yeah. Yep. And a little, a little great callback, some, some irony, some kind of yin and yang. My boy gets stabbed for like I think in the exact same way that he originally stabbed Vision in Scotland, mm-hmm. with Vision coming up from behind, which. I don't want to say a cowardly move, but, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he st- takes him out, and Cap says, I thought I told you to run. Gosh, that's good. What does Vision say? Vision said, we don't trade lives, Captain. We talk about a callback. Lives. It's really good. And so from there, though, you think that you, think that you um, have some sort of victory, but you see, like, this change in the wind and, like, the weather, there's just something wrong. Something is up. Cap calls everybody and says, everybody on my position. Vision hurts. His 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 stone starts hurting, and he goes, he's here. Yep. The wind starts swirling. Cap says what? Did he say stay sharp? When the eyes up. Well, uh, first, the uh, portal opens. Thanos shows up. The first person to see him is Bruce, and Bruce goes, Cap, 
that's him. Cap doesn't hesitate, sharpens up his shields, and he goes, everyone on my position, eyes up, stay sharp. What is it? And a seal? Thanos just <laughs> And then works it's, it's Thanos against every single Avenger for and 45 he just seconds. Works so give, give, me a, give me a breakdown of every single way that he does it, if you can remember. <laughs> I mean, he puts Veronica, like, into a, like, wall. Like, how did they get him out? <laughs> how did they get him out? I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it's honestly... It is the quickest, like, that is the quickest that you see every Avenger get dropped, like, third period French. It's not even worth recanting how quickly he takes down Black Panther, Steve Rogers, Veronica, uh, Black Widow. Black Widow, which, Black Widow. <laughs> why is she there? <laughs> I heard Patriot, every, Falcon. Falcon, everyone's getting destroyed. I don't even know if Vision and Wanda are participating, no. because at this point... They are like they visions finally come to the conclusion that there's no time left. The only the only way out here is for Wanda to do the toughest thing she could ever have to do, which is destroy the Mind Stone. And that, that's actually a pretty romantic scene for a person who isn't even actually human. But what does he say? He's like, it shouldn't be you, but it is. Yeah. And then he says, I feel nothing. I only feel you. I only feel you. Only you have the power. It shouldn't be you. But the only way that he. They cannot beat him, but we can. You have to destroy this stone in my head. I can only feel you. Jeez. That is heavy stuff. So Thanos... and Juliet right there. Thanos is... (laughs) Would you get your kid out of here? I know it's late, buddy. Thanos, Thanos is going through every single person like Moses through the Red Sea. And... He is about to get, uh, you know, to Vision to take that last stone and have all the power in the world. The one thing that I do want to shed light on, and this gets me every single time that I rewatch this movie, is before the last stand of defense, which is Wanda. Cap comes in with a knee slide, punches him in the face, and Thanos, who is just the alpha puts his hand down to take out Cap, and Cap catches it. And you can see on Thanos's like, on his face, yeah. the way that Cap is able to keep yep. Thanos's hand away from him, Thanos looks and he's confused. And then he, like, grits his teeth, and then Thanos just moves his hand and then gives him a, another cross. Yeah. But that moment where Cap is just like, this is all I got, yeah. and he stops him for a second mm-hmm. that gets me every single time it, it was another drop of blood moment right with like iron with, man had his all that for a drop of blood like he showed a little bit of thanos weakness yes and then so did cap and then eventually we'll get Does to the four goes across and gives him a left cross and then goes straight over to wanda who yeah. is going through a moment right now because <laughs> she's like coming to essentially have to say like this should have stayed in that hotel room. Long story short, should have stayed. I know you would. You were in that hotel room. I stay in Scotland, but I digress. They didn't stay in Scotland. They're now in Wakanda, and freaking Wanda has now made the decision after pushing by 
vision like you have to destroy this. I'm going to kill the love of my life. Yeah. Yeah, so she starts destroying the Mind Stone, and Thor defeats everybody. Sorry, Thanos defeats everybody, starts coming for him. And then Wanda starts destroying the Mind Stone with one hand and blocking Thanos with the other, which is probably the best demonstration of how powerful Wanda is. Yeah. But she doesn't. She destroys the Mind Stone. She kills Vision. You literally, it's cool how they made, you literally see all the color leave Vision. Through the trees, and... The theater that I watched it with, everyone exhaled because, okay, Vision is dead, but Thanos is not going to get that 6-1. That was the win. And, like, I could – they made it silent on purpose in the movie because my theater, when I watched it, exhaled because it was done. After two hours. After two – Finally And and Thanos looked down, you know, at Wanda and said, I understand my child – and she goes, you could never. And he goes, today's not a day for grieving. There's no time. There's for no grieving. time for grieving. Yeah. And then he just looks over at Vision's just exploded body and he goes, now is no time at all. And he uses Doctor Strange's time stone and reverses everything that they just did until all of exactly what you're saying all that explosion through the trees goes back into vision everything that vision was goes back into vision and the stone goes back into his forehead and suddenly you see the stone again mm-hmm. and wanda just is like no and he just smokes her yeah. jeez and that's whenever you really see visions that the color leaves his body and Thanos just tosses him aside. Pulls the stone out of his skull. Pulls the stone right out. Puts it right in. He's got all six stones. We see the colors moving up his arms. He has all six. Oh shit, he did it. He he finally did it. Then we've got one last little glimpse of hope. Mm Mm-hmm. Take us through it. One last glimpse. Uh, Thor comes in. He's got Stormbreaker. He is about to power up with all the colors of all six Infinity Stones, and you're just like, no way this ends like this. And then right whenever he's about to just, like, snap his fingers, mm-hmm. you get a power bolt. Yep. And you just see Thor coming in through the skies, powered powered by Stormbreaker. Right. Directly into Thanos' what? Chest. Right, right, into, chest. right into his sternum. Right into his chest. Thanos fights back, and he tosses in Every power that he has yeah, against Stormbreaker. Yeah, can't stop Stormbreaker. And, and, and Thor throws Stormbreaker, yep. smokes through everything that Thanos has, and smokes him right into the chest. And then Thor just drops, and he looks at Thanos because Thanos killed his best friend. And he looks at Thanos with a freaking axe in his chest, and he said, I told you, you would die for that. And he just shoves that into his chest a little bit deeper two inches and been there and thanos <laughs> and, and thanos just crumbles and thanos can't talk but then he like barely gets something out with this axe into his heart yeah yeah it says should have gone for the head you and gone for the head. You should have gone for the head. And he looks at Thor, and Thor looks at the gauntlet, and Thanos snaps as Thor just screams no. Mm-hmm. And suddenly Thanos, like the, the axe falls out of his chest, 
he gets back into a portal and Thanos is gone and suddenly you're like okay well that's when he needs young Gamora yes you're when he snaps yes you're correct and he's just kind of Gamora's young Gamora's under the kind of uh whatever a gondola I don't know no that's that's and she looks at him did you do it purgulatory she She says she said what did it cost everything and he told her everything and she starts crying Mm-hmm. And it goes straight back to Thor, confused, looking at Thanos. And Thanos' arm is on fire, which if you, if you look back, his his whole side of his body is on fire. Yeah. And he just looks at Thanos and says, what did you do? And Thanos looked at himself, uses the, what, the infinity the Tesseract, yeah. And the, yeah, the space stone, and exports himself out of the situation yeah 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 real irish goodbye (laughs) an irish goodbye (laughs) if you've you've ever heard of it quick poll what hand is the gauntlet on thanos on his right or left left hand that's a left left. it's on his left hand without a doubt it is yeah because when thor comes at him he goes yeah. In this hand, yeah. Or is that like a low key, like hate, hateful reference to lefties or something? Brandon? No, you've just oh. probably never seen the movie if you don't know that. You know. No, I said it was a lefty. <laughs> yeah. I said it was left. That That's for everybody listening. Hey, we just this stopped who hasn't watched the movie. Come on, guys, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, so okay, but then, <laughs> but then it <laughs> all starts happening. It happen. gets real right then. This it is, yeah. gets real. This is when it happens. He says, "What did you do?" <laughs> Thor is the trump card that we have seen in every single Avengers movie. And Thor fails on a snap, and you don't know what the snap means in this moment. And Thanos disappears into his own portal, and that's whenever. Gosh, that gets me right. I just got goosebumps. That's whenever Cap says, "Thor, where did he go? Where did he go?" Mm-hmm. And then you hear the words, "Steve." Mm-hmm. And the camera turns, and it's Bucky with his gun and his arm, and he disintegrates into the ground. Mm. A blip. Mm-hmm. Blip. And and then it's it's kind of sheer panic. If I remember yeah, the first time I saw it, it's like, what is going on? And and in the movie, it's like they do a great job with the camera work and like how there's like no noise whatsoever and it's just suddenly it's you see people's faces like aghast as they look over to their friends and it's like uh trying to think it was steve uh steve saw bucky yeah and then it was there was uh i think i think the next one was up general this is no place to die Mm -hmm. black panther black panther goes uh, and you and you and you Iron think Patriot. I thought I thought that I thought that I, I thought the general was going to die, and he helps her up, and then he disappears. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Black Panther is dead, mm-hmm. and then it goes straight to Groot, and he just says, "I'm Groot," mm-hmm. and Rocket is like, "No, no, no," and you're just like, "What is going on?" Yeah, these are all the main characters. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. It flips to Titan. No, not yet. There's one more. Uh, I think it's Sam. Yeah. Wanda. Wanda. I mean, the way I think about it is that they essentially just, every hero that has come on um, after the original Avengers, right? The only people, you you have the core group left. So the Mm -hmm. only people left there are Captain America, 
Thor, Hulk, Hulk Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, Black Widow, Rocket, and then uh, Iron Patriot. An Iron Patriot. And I kind of wish they would have just gotten one of the main ones just to really drive it home. Well, dude, Black Which Panther. It was a perfect. Ending okay, well, dude. All right, Black well, Panther then, was it was. Well, important. then we switch to Titan, and Mantis is the one who realizes something's happened, mm-hmm. and she disintegrates. And you're like, oh my, this is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it goes, Mantis, Drax, straight to Drax. And he goes, Quill, disintegrates straight to Quill. And he's like, oh, e-, and, and, and Iron Man goes, easy Quill. And he goes, oh man. And he disintegrates. The theater that I was sitting in was going crazy. Yeah. There's no way that they are just killing these people off. And Quill dies, and it's just Iron Man, Nebula, and Spider-Man. And you're like, and strange. Strange. And strange. Strange. Yeah. And Strange, strange goes. he looks at Strange, and Strange goes, There's no other Tony, way. Tony, there's no, yep. there was no other way. Mm. 14 million ways to win this thing, and this has to be it. Mm-hmm. Save me. And then the line of the movie. Mr. Stark. Mr. Stark. <laughs> this is you, Will. I feel so good. Mr. Stark. I don't feel very good. <laughs> don't do an Italian yeah, right, god. Don't do it. Will. I forgot Ray Liotta. Will. 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 This yes. is, Will. You come to me on the day of my death. <laughs> the day Will. of my daughter. Will, this is not... Hey, relax. It's getting late, Blake. All hey, right? Give it to me. Give me the line. Give, give you the line? Mr. Yeah. Stark. Don't feel so good. <laughs> and then I grab onto Pat, and, and you, suddenly um, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <sighs> and that's that's the biggest gasp of the theater. Seeing, I saw seeing Spider Man go was like brutal. Was he he went on his back and he finally looked at Tony and said, "I'm sorry." And Tony just put his hand through his body after he disintegrated, and looked at his hand, which was filled with blood, and just tried to wipe it off. And Nebula said. He did it. He did it. And that was the movie that we were looking forward to the entire time. All of these goosebump moments, Unlock 17A, all these all these moments that lead up to Thanos wins. Is he right? Screw that. He just won. Mm. Everyone had to go through that. Mm. And what and, and then the the thing that's craziest where you honestly see for the first time that Thanos isn't actually for power is the final scene. Right. Yeah. They go, they go back to Wakanda for a split second and all of our main characters come together and Rhodey goes, what the hell just happened? And Cap is on his knees next to where Bucky was. And he just says, Oh God. And it goes straight into this weird sunset scene that we don't know anything mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Thanos, gosh, it's so tough. Thanos is basically what looks like in the wilderness. He's on this universe of his own making, mm-hmm. and it's just a wooden house. And he, there was foreshadowing. He had referenced this moment of what he was going to do after he completed it, saying, watch the sunset on a grateful universe. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's sitting on his wooden house with really nothing around him and he is watching the sunset after completing his work unbelievably devastating music 
And then it goes straight to credits, directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. And you just, like, stop, and you're like, Thanos did that to save the universe. Yeah. There is no gain, no personal gain for Thanos. Mm -hmm. And it finishes. And I remember I watched it the night it came out. I flew back from L.A., watched it in Palestine, Texas. And I went to the theaters the next night to watch it again and watch what the theater reaction would be when Spider-Man, Black Panther, Bucky, Sam, you know, Wanda, everyone would die. And then it finishes with Thanos satisfyingly look upon a sunset. And that's how they finished the movie. Best argument for him being the main character. The, the last scene mm-hmm. of the movie. Thanos is the is main the, character. The opening scene. Yeah. Opening yeah. and last scene. Watch I, the I know what it's like to lose. Yeah. That is a great argument. And the way that they finished that movie was heart-wrenching. And the way that the theater that I watched that with, I think, reflected the entirety of our country and the world of, is that how we're going to finish this? They broke, like, the one rule, right? A superhero movie that doesn't end mm-hmm. with the superheroes winning. And that's, you were almost like, I was so proud of the makers of that movie afterwards. I was like, wow, they, they did it. They had the balls to do it. Yeah. You, you looked at Disney and they read that screenplay and they signed off on it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that takes so much balls. Yeah. The bad guy can't win and the heroes always have to live and they... They just said, screw that to both of those. They killed half the heroes. And that's where that's where we leave it. For a year. For a year. I was going to say, like, one of the reasons why, in my opinion, the movie is so incredible is, like, is this, like, one of the greatest cliffhangers of all time on a movie? Like, you just see all these heroes die right in front of you, and then the villain wins, and you're like, where do we go from here? Yeah. I, I don't you think... don't count the weird, like, allusion to... Uh... Captain Marvel in the post-credits scene. Fair enough. You know when you when you want to yeah when you want to watch all these in order, you really have to like grit your teeth and watch Captain Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) I love Carol Danvers. Love me some Carol Danvers. Once again, another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do a separate one, just me. But even so, it, it is. I'm glad they had Nick Fury in there, right? Like the post credit scene, I will say, was important because like. That's who you would expect to like just come in from the rafters and say and, and fix this is Nick Fury. And when you see Nick Fury in the post credit scene also get taken away. Mm-hmm. Almost get to do a nice Sam Jackson. Yeah, so you're just like and, and you don't know what his pager means, but you're just sure. like wow, like yeah. they did it. The comic people knew that that was a the the Captain Marvel Joe's, thing. The average Joe's. Us and, four. And like, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, my fear was the end of the movie was a Captain Marvel pager, right, of Come Save Us. What comes in the next pod has nothing to do with Captain Marvel. It is a reassurance of seeing what the heroes that we grew up with from 2008 and on, taking on a greater evil, which, frankly, like, is Thanos right? 
has nothing to do with the next movie. It's a different Thanos. And we'll get into that later, but guys, this this was a lot of fun. This we in, lot we of fun. end this movie with Thanos winning. Yep. Thor couldn't do anything. Cap couldn't do anything. Tony could not do anything. And all you can say is we're in the end game now. That's it. It's a lot of fun, guys. I enjoyed it. I see y'all. None of us are blipping away. We'll all be back. We'll see, we'll, we'll see, see y'all in a year. We'll see you guys next episode.